is a presentation of iSchool Sports Network, your source for local sports in Randolph County. Randolph County Tiger football is on the air. This exclusive presentation of iSchool Sports Network is presented by First State Bank, Bulldog Trailers, East Alabama Truck Repair, First Bank of Alabama, 431 Auto and Body Repair, Hunter Bend Realty, Instant Imprints, KBW Accounting, LaGrange Mitsubishi, Meadows Farm Equipment, The Knowles Group, Russell Dewitt Center, Security Finance, Southern Union State Community College, The Randolph Leader, Think Local First and Lake Widawi Life Magazine, WM Grocery, Widawi Landscape, and by Widawi Building Supply. Stay tuned for the Coach Pat Pressridge Show and the LaGrange Mitsubishi Pregame Report, only on High School Sports Network. It's time for the Coach Pat Pressridge Show, presented by Lake Widawi Auto Parts, Instant Imprints, Southern Union State Community College, and the Knowles Group on iSchool Sports Network. Lake Widawi Auto Parts, 17542 Highway 431 in Widawi is a proud supporter of the Randolph County Tigers. Here at Lake Widawi Auto Parts, we have everything you need for your car, truck, and even your boat. Genuine parts from Napa, tools, and other equipment. Need help? Lake Widawi Auto Parts also has a repair shop that handles small or large repairs, bodywork, and towing. Lake Widawi Auto Parts, Highway 431 North in Widawi, 256-357-2131. Nobody sells your business better than you do. That's with the exception of Instant Imprints. From promotional materials to signs and banners, custom t-shirts, and branded apparel, Instant Imprints can help you promote your business. Because everything is done under one roof, Instant Imprints promises on-time service, all within your budget. Stop into their Carrollton, Georgia location on South Park Street or go to instantimprints.com. Quandale Trammell here with the iSchool Sports Network, the uh, Coach Pat Pressure Show, getting underway here from uh, Widawi, Alabama, and Coach, a 28-7 victory over another Sogo last Friday night. Not the way, not the typical way you would want a game to go, but a win is a win. I guess you say a win is a win, but uh, sometimes you win, you feel like you lost, but hopefully we correct a lot of mistakes this week that we made. You know, 12-15 penalties for 115 yards, that's not too good for a start, but that's expected, you know, with young players, inexperienced players. So hopefully we got that straightened out. Well, Coach, uh, talking in terms of the offense, game time decision as far as your quarterback this past Friday night with, um, with the absentee of your starting quarterback, Demarcus Davis, you go with uh, Dante Jordan, that quarterback. And it was kind of – Dante kind of – he picked the poison, to be honest with you, especially um, on that very first series when he goes out the back door on the quarterback bootleg for a touchdown. Well, yeah, he did outstanding job uh, over the – over the past year, we've been trying to get him some reps at uh, quarterback. Or, you know, you sort of got to want to play quarterback at the same time. But uh, he did an outstanding job for the first time, and, you know, set him for DeMarcus. And um, just, you know, outstanding play by him this past week. Uh, Coach, um, uh, looking at a little more in de- detail, 
into the first half of enjoying the locker room. You're tied at seven and seven. I mean, opportunities there that Randolph County just left out on the field. What I mean, what did you say at halftime to kind of get the mojo going? Well, I mean, we really didn't say anything. We used to basically talk about the penalties, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, you know, it's hard to get yourself out of hole first and 20, first and 30. And then we had a couple opportunities, and we had a good field position. Didn't uh, capitalize on that. Of course, there's a lot of fourth downs and ones we didn't convert. But uh, it's just missed assignment, missed blocks. After watching film, it's just, you know, backs not cutting off the blocks like they should. Of course, you know, inexperience does that. And, you know, linemen missing blocks a little bit. But basically, you know, we just we just didn't get it done. And hopefully, you know, by watching film this past week in practice, we have straightened that out a little bit. Again, Coach, you go in the locker room, you're tied up at seven, you come out in the second half, and you score 21 unanswered to put the uh, and put it away late with a uh, Jonathan Perko touchdown. But talk a little bit about the defense. I know the defense kind of held their own all night Friday night. They kind of, they, they done the things that we expected them to do. Uh, they, they controlled the run. They uh, they stopped the run. They controlled the pass. And I mean that that's typical of defense that returns seven years. Well, that's what we said all year long. Defense is going to have to win a lot of ball games for us this year. You know, we're probably not going to score a lot of points every game. So you know, defense is going to hold folks, and you know that's where your experience is. So you're hoping that is your strong point. But uh, at the same time, you know, uh, notice I turned the ball over three times. I think three interceptions or two interceptions in the second half, one for touchdown, one for field position. But uh, finally, we started blocking a little bit. I think you know, offensive line started blocking a little bit, getting down lower to standing up, and uh, we can see that on film a little bit too. Well, coach, a 28 to 7 victory over Notice pushes you to one and zero to begin the season, and uh, this upcoming Friday night, the Glencoe Yellow Jackets come to town for a Class 3A Region 6 matchup. Glencoe's kind of been, they've been that team at the bottom end of the battle in Class 3A Region 6. Uh, talk a little bit about the makeup of that team, what you've seen up here. Well, you know, they're young. I, mean, I think they had 22 seniors a year ago, but I think they got a lot of uh, young players. But uh, what they do, they do they do good. But, uh, you know, hot as it is this week and, you know, the humidity is up and, you know, anything can happen. So, I mean, you know, that's from cramping to, you know, fumbles to turning the ball over, you know, from sweat and all. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're at the bottom or the top. Anything can happen any given night. You know, turnovers is a big factor anyway. But also, you know, conditioning, you know, I know they have a lot of kids that uh, – some kids that go both ways. And like us, we have kids that go every way, uh, special teams and defense to offense. So, you know, it's uh, – it's going to be a good ball game, and hopefully, you know, we'll get a little bit more experience up on our belts, you know, for down the road. Test. Well, Coach, uh, talking in terms of, of Glencoe, what have you seen as far uh, with them as far as offense that kind of makes you want to maybe even think about doing a few things defensively that will kind of slow down their offensive attack? Well, you know, they they have multiple offense, too. They, you know, they'll have four wide at one time, three wide at one time. So they, they mix it up a lot, and, you know, they, they throw the ball a lot. So, uh, you know, it tests our secondary and, you know, our skill. You know, see how we respond to that at the same time. But, you know, I think our front will be a little bit stronger than theirs on defense. So, uh, you know, it just depends on turnovers and, you know, field position. Well, Coach, um, now that we've looked at the defense, how does their defense shape up against your offense? What have you seen as far as looking at them? It kind of gives you gives you a little eye open as far as their defense. Well, you know, they play a split forward and, and they run to the football, they'll do some stunts off of the split four. But at the same time, you know, I think by our front, you know, I think we should be okay. But at the same time, you know, conditions play a factor too. Uh, 
being tired, uh, being hot, humid. But, uh, I mean, you just never know. We're talking about teenagers. Uh, you know, one day they may be happy, the next day they may be sad. So you don't know what you're going to get from day to day. So uh, we hope we get the best. We just ask for the best, uh, work hard. Defense, I don't think, you know, if we do what we're supposed to do, we'll be okay. If we don't, it may be a long night for us. So, we'll, you know, time will tell. Well, Coach, a Class 3A Region 6 contest gets underway Friday night here in Dowie, Alabama, as Glencoe comes to town. And, um, Coach, just uh, a, a few more final questions to get around to. I know we saw the in the absentee of DeMarcus last Friday night, Dante. Do we have an update on his status to kind of fill us in on our injury situation? Well, Dante, you know, uh, he got cleared this week, so he's going to be able to play. Now, how much he plays, I don't know. It just depends. And then, you know, we had uh, Hagen Bailey go down with the Bruce Eye other night. And, of course, he's back practicing this week. And then also Keyshawn, we found out just today, Wednesday, or, or this past Wednesday, that he had a bruised eye. And that's one of those kids that never say anything. Uh, they take a beating and just keep on ticking. I mean, you don't ever know what's wrong with them. And, you know, at certain times we told them today, I mean, Wednesday, that, uh, you know, we need no stuff like that so we can get you stretched out and get you healed up. But at the same time, he knows every day goes by, he will never get back as a senior. Well, Coach, uh, again, Class 3A Region 6 contest gets underway Friday night. Glencoe makes a trip to Wadawi for Class 3A Region 6 action. Uh, Randolph County again moved to 1-0 with a win over Notasoga this past Friday night, Coach. Good luck, and uh, we hope things turn out for the best. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, sports fans, and another week of the Coach Pat Pressure Show here from Randolph County High School. Week one of Correction Week Zero of the Coaches. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. For all your automotive needs, folks around these parts trust Wendell Huddleston at Lakeview Auto. Located just north of the Little Tallapoosa River Ridge on US 431, Wendell and his staff can repair just about anything your car or light truck needs. Wendell has the latest diagnostic equipment to determine what's wrong with your vehicle and make quick repairs without undue labor costs. He's an ASA certified master technician for Honda and Acura, but has extensive knowledge of most other vehicles on the road today. Call for more information, 256-363-2069. That's Lakeview Auto. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, this week's In the Huddle. Uh, we are experiencing some technical difficulties, so you'll have to bear with us. But uh, it is tonight the number four ranked RCHS Tigers going up against the Glencoe Yellow Jackets in the first region game of the 2019 season. These two teams have met seven times, and Glencoe leads the series four to three. The series has been one of two streaks. Glencoe won four in a row from the years 1956, 
1959. RCHS has won the last three meetings beginning in 2016. Tonight may be a long night for the Yellow Jackets. They have not had much success over the past year or so. Uh, you have to go back to the 1970s to find a time when they were consistently a powerhouse. During the 70s, and this is pretty impressive, they only lost 16 football games. Uh, however, since then, uh, their winning percentage has been uh, around 47%. Last season, they were 1-9, in nine, and they lost to Ramburn last week in the season opener, 41-0. to zero. The Yellow Jackets are led by second-year head coach Brian Allred. He is leading a young team into Humphrey Stadium tonight. There are only three seniors playing on this team. Randolph County comes in tonight's game following a hard-fought victory over Notasoga. Last week, we saw the Tigers get off to a slow start, but in the second half, things started getting better. Now, I know football is a team sport, but the main reason it, for the turnaround in the second half was Dante Jordan. He had three touchdowns, two interceptions, one for a pick six, and had several tackles. The performance earned him the first ever West Kenzie Hustle and Heart Player of the Game Award. He was, he was the overall winner for all four county schools. For tonight's game, my hopes are to see this. 48 minutes of football, less penalties, and come out early and take care of business. We're excited here at the iSchool Sports Network to get this season started in region action. Thanks for listening to this week's In the Huddle brought to you by Lakeview Auto Service. There is more of the pregame show to come. Stay tuned, and we will be back momentarily. Why does Wendell Huddleston at Lakeview Auto stay so busy? Simple. He's the best in the business. Wendell has kept my vehicles rolling for years, and my family's known for driving cars and trucks for well over 200,000 miles. An ASC master technician for Honda and Acura, Wendell also has the latest diagnostic equipment for just about any make and model. And the best thing about Wendell, he's honest. He won't do repairs or put on parts that are not needed. So if you need major or minor repair work on your car or truck, take it from me and take it to Lakeview Auto, US 431, just north of the Little Tallapoosa River Bridge in Wedowie. Open Mondays through Thursdays. It's time now for the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame report, presented by LaGrange Mitsubishi, 1327 Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Browse their inventory online at LaGrangeMitsu.com. schedule has begun as the Tigers of Randolph County prepare to do battle here in Class 3A Region 6. We often refer to this region as the SEC West, and in all right, it pairs up to it. When you look at the, the teams that are in it, Randolph County will look to keep their hopes alive, getting back to the state title game with number with game number two tonight. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to Hulon Hunter Stadium, Ronnie Waters Field, for this Class 3A Region 6 battle. Between the visiting Yellow Jackets and the Randolph County Tigers, I'm Quandell Trammell, joined by color analyst Braxton Lackey and engineer and producer Jerry Huddleston. When we return, we'll continue our drive into the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame show while streaming the fun here on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Hi, y'all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange Mitsubishi in LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. 
We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. And welcome back here at uh, Hewland Humphrey Stadium um, for tonight's contest between the Randolph County Tigers and uh, the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Our game clock shows in operation 16 minutes until our opening kickoff here tonight. Uh, Randolph County preparing to take on Glencoe. And I think we are going to take a quick moment and we'll take a timeout. We have our Think Local First weather forecast with Dr. Don here on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. It's time now for our Think Local First, Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast. Target the local market. Promote your business or next event in the Weedowie, Heflin, and Roanoke areas on the Think Local First Network. Customized advertising and affordable prices on our digital television screens. A limited time pricing of $50 for all boards through the end of the year, no matter how many are added. All with Think Local First, a division of Lake Weedowie Live Magazine. Think Local First. And now, here's Dr. Don with that Game Night Forecast. It's time now for your game night forecast from Dr. Don's weather page on Facebook. The forecast for Wilson Darnell Field in Glencoe, Alabama for tonight's ball game between the Randolph County Tigers and the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Calling for clear skies, a low temperature around 68. Kickoff temperature 86, 83 by halftime, and 81 to start the fourth quarter. Heat index of 86 at kickoff, dew point 61, relative humidity 43, and the wind will be out of the northwest at 6 with no gusts. Forecast for college football on Saturday afternoon, Chattanooga at Jacksonville, 6 p.m. kickoff on ESPN+, sunny and hot. Heat index value near 100, temperature of 97, 92 at kickoff under clear skies. New Mexico State at Alabama in Tuscaloosa, 3 p.m. start on the SEC network. Mostly sunny with a high near 98. Heat advisory is now in effect for Tuscaloosa County. Heat index values as high as 107, 98 at kickoff. Tulane at Auburn, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN2. Isolated showers and thunderstorms possible Saturday afternoon, but not likely. Mostly sunny with a high temperature 96. A heat advisory is also in effect for Lee County. Heat index values of 107 possible in Auburn. Mostly clear Saturday night with a low temperature around 70. Kickoff temperature 90 with a heat index value of 95 at kickoff. Recapping your forecast for tonight's game, clear and warm at kickoff with a temperature of 86 degrees. Let's play ball. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to Hewland Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ryan Waters Field for tonight's Class 3A Region 6 contest between the Randolph County Tigers and the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. And we're going to now prepare for our starting lineup. First up for the visiting Glencoe Yellow Jackets under the direction of Coach Brian Allred. On defense, let's look at defense first for Glencoe. On defense for the Yellow Jackets will be number two, Bryant Spear. He'll be joined by number three, Garrett Gaskins. Correction, that's offensively for, uh, for, for Glencoe here tonight. Offensively for Glencoe, it'll be, they'll be 
brought in by number four, Hunter Hanners. He'll also be joined by number seven, Thomas Skaggs. Also on offense for the Yellow Jackets, number nine, Carson Nayer. Number 12, Daniel May. Number 24, Eli Huff. Number 25, Nolan Fairley. Number 54, Connor Gray. Number 56, Taylor Westcott. Number 61, Thomas Harrison. Number 62, Austin Cochran. And number 70, William Brown. On defense for the Yellow Jackets will be number two, Bryant Spear. Number three, Garrett Gaskin. Number six, Taylor Shaneyfelt. Number eight, Carson Nayer. Number 10, Kobe Lancaster. Number 12, Daniel May. 24 will be Eli Huff. He'll be joined by Caleb Sims wearing jersey number 31. Number 34, Levi Long. Number 42, Cade Crowder. And number 61, Will Harrison. That rounds out your starting lineups for your Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Now for Randolph County on offense at left tackle will be number 50, Noah Turner. Also along the offensive line at left guard will be number 66. That is Joshua Holloway. Your center tonight will be number 50, Nick Sims. He'll also be joined on the offensive line by number 69, Gage Mitchell. And at right tackle will be number 70, Blake Wilton. Your tiny end will be number 30, Demarcus Woodgett. At wide receiver, number four, Braxton Daniel. Number 10, Dante Jordan. Your fullback. Number 19, Keyshawn Garrett. And your running back tonight will be number 26, Jonathan Prothru. And starting at quarterback for our Tigers in his return will be number two, Demarcus Davis. We're going to now pause as we pay respects to our country. We'll listen in to a handling correction to the Randolph County High School Marching Tiger Band.
That was the Randolph County High School Marching Tiger Band performing our national anthem here in Wedowie, Alabama. We are having, once again, we're having some technical difficulties. But we, I think for the most part, we've got them handled tonight, thanks to Jerry. And a big thank you to our good friend, Mr. Al Haynes, tonight coming in and assisting us and helping us out there with the technical difficulties that we were having. Now let's go to our defensive starters for Randolph County. At tackle will be number 55. That's Nick Sims. He'll be joined by number 66, Joshua Holloway. At nose guard will be number 78, Christian Lipham. At defensive end, number 26, Jonathan Protho. Your other defensive end will be number 30, DeMarco Woodgett. Your linebacker will be number 34, Hagan Bailey. And your inside linebacker will be number 16, Timothy Moat. Your defensive backs will be number 19, Kishan Garrett. He'll be joined by number 25, Javon Smith. Your strong safety will be number 10, Dante Jordan. And your free safety tonight will be number two, Demarcus Davis. Handling your kickoff duties and your punting responsibilities tonight for our Tigers will be number four, Braxton Daniel. Randolph County is under the direction of Coach Pat Prestridge. That, those are our probable starting lineups here tonight from Wedowie, Alabama, here at Humphrey Stadium on the playing surfaces of Coach Ron Waters Field. We would also like to let you know that tonight's game is made in part to you by Doe and Anita Allen at Rock Mills Daycare and Preschool Center in Rock Mills. Doe and Anita say go Tigers. We're going to step away for a quick timeout. We'll listen in to some advertisement, and we'll come back and have Randolph County Tiger football and our coin toss tonight here on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Widawi Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Widawi Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Widawi Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Widawi Building Supply. Well, uh, it's another night of football here tonight. Uh, with under six minutes left to go on the on the score clock in this game, there's uh, many many questions that, and concerns about tonight's matchup after last week's uh, game that we had. You know, last week we had many mental mistakes. We had a, had a little good and a little bad, but you know that's what the first games of the season are really for. Uh, this is the very first region contest of the year so far today. Uh, Glencoe comes into this game with a loss of Ramburn last game, and we're coming into this game with a 28-7 win over Nolta Solga. Uh, it's always good to start off the year with a region win, and I'm hoping that in this part of the season that we can go ahead and start this region schedule with a win. Uh, it looks like we have the captains going to uh, 
midfield here. Uh, the captains for Randolph County in this game is number 19, Keyshawn Garrett. Number 30, DeMarco Woodgett. And the captains for the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Number 62, Austin Cochran. Number 4, Hunter Hanners. Number 6, Taylor Shanifelt. And number 9, Carson Naylor. Our officials have hands in the air. They begin to make the trot towards midfield for this evening's coin toss. We'll await those. Uh, we'll, we'll await the results of tonight's coin toss between Randolph County and uh, and Glencoe and uh, Jerry. Been a wild ruckus of uh, the last ten minutes, but I think we. I mean, it's football season, so you could just about expect anything to happen any given minute. Yeah, Quande, you just never know what to expect. Every uh, every ball game's a little bit different. Uh, every broadcast is a little bit different. <laughs> but uh, we you know we're going to do the best we can tonight, and uh, I think we'll be fine. As they are actually in the middle of the field now, and it looks like he is fixing to toss the coin. And we're getting ready for uh, the coin toss here, and we'll wait those results here momentarily. Chatting with uh, both Glencoe and Randolph County. Coin is in the air. He catches it. Looks like Randolph County has won tonight's opening call. So let's see what the Tigers elect to do. Randolph County has won tonight's toss and elected to the further option of tonight's first half of the football until the second half of tonight's contest. We are going to step away when we come back. We'll have Randolph County Tiger football. It's the first matchup of Class 3A Region 6 here between the Randolph County Tigers and the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. Hi all, this is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi in LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com.
Testing. Hit one, the two. button. Testing. Hit the button, one, Jerry. Testing one, two. That, we should be back on now. That was number six on to for the um, Friday Night Life point after try out of the hold of number six for Randolph County. And the snap, the kick is up, and the kick is good. Randolph County on the board first with 9.30 remaining in our first quarter. Randolph County seven. Glencoe Zero will step away, take a timeout, and be back in a moment. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli, too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. It's now time for the uh, Security Finance Scoring Recap. Security Finance does offers installment loans for vacation, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here's our Braxton Lackey with our recap. Well, Quandell, uh, first first possession for Glencoe was a three and out, and on fourth down had a punt return for Dante Jordan for 55 yards, scoring a touchdown on the play. PAT good by Braxton Daniel, making the score 7-0 to zero here in Weed Alley. Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals. At Security Finance, visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, Opelika, and Ellick City. End over end kick by number four, Braxton Daniel, is going to be fielded by Glencoe. Here they come across the 10, up near the 20, across the 25. He's got the Randolph, he's got the Glencoe sideline, and he is going to be tripped up and knocked out of bounds up across the 35, up to the 37 yard line, first down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets from there. Yeah, Quandale. It's, it's definitely going to be the defense. I mean, this game, and I think all season is what we're really going to have to bank on this season with the defense being so good as it has been every year. If we can if we can hold teams to under 14 points all season, I think we can really have a great season this year, the defense being as good as it is. Here we go, first down and 10 for Glencoe. They'll operate from an empty backfield. The quarterback takes a snap. He popped right there at the line of scrimmage for a loss of maybe one. Yeah, Quandell, that was Joshua Holloway again with the stop right there, right up the middle again. I'm telling you, it's two bad men right there in the middle, Nick Sims and Holloway. Actually, they're going to give him a loss of two and a half, maybe three on the play. Going to bring up second down. Second down, let's call it 12. Twins to the near side. Two backs two blocking backs in the backfield. They're looking, looking to run the end around, looking for the outside corner, looking to cut it back up. And he's annihilated by number 66, Joshua Holloway, for a loss of about three on the play. And now they're again back in third down and long. I mean, yeah, Quandell, uh, Glencoe has yet to gain a yard from the line of scrimmage yet here in the first first uh, five regular plays from scrimmage here. Uh, three tackles from Holloway and one from Nick Sims this far. Going to bring up third down and long for the Jackets. Randolph County leading in this one by a score of seven to nothing. 
Here come the Jackets from the gun. Man goes in motion out to the far side. Jacks from the gun, drops back the pass, is looking. He throws a flat ball uh, pass right out in the flats, number 25, with that reception for Glencoe. That is Nolan Fairley for a gain of about four, maybe five on the play. Actually going to give him a good game, give him six. Back across the original line of scrimmage to the 34-yard line, fourth down, and the Jackets will have to punt this football away. Yeah, so far in this game, defense has been pretty good with almost every play going for a loss. Coming up with another three and out here for the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Looks like number 54 on the punt for Glencoe, and he shanked that one big time. And that one might maybe netted two yards. Braxton, can you tell me exactly? Uh, looks like. Oh. Looks like, Quandell, we're going to have about a three-yard punt. A net punt of three yards by number 54 for the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Randolph Kenny sets up shot first down and 10 on offense from the 36-yard line. Yeah, Quandell, from what it looks like, it looks like we have number two, Demarcus Davis, going out there to take the snaps for tonight. Him being vacant last week in the game due to a shoulder injury. He incurred in the Jamboree game with Keyshawn Garrett in the backfield as running back. Davis from the gun. Garrett flanks him to his right. Davis takes snap, drops back to pass. He'll throw a quick pass out in the flats to number six for Randolph Kenny. It's complete to uh, William Wilson, and he'll pick up enough across the 35, correction across the 25, enough for Randolph Kenny for State Bank first down. That time, just a quick pass out to, uh, to Wilson to get him out in open space and let him do what he does. Oh, yeah, Quindell, that's one of our one of our ninth graders that gets a lot of playing time out here. Jonathan Wilson has a lot of potential, I feel like, getting a lot of reps out here on the varsity side, along with playing on JV on Tuesdays. You know, I feel like he's a very, very good player. Here we go. First down and 10. Penalty flags on the play, and let's see what happens. Yeah, Quindell, we're going to have a false start in the backfield right there by, by the running back that we had for sure right here. Dead ball, Paul Stark called against Randolph County. Paul Stark called against our Tigers. Yeah, Quindale, I really hope that uh, we can minimize the penalties from last week to this week. With having 14 last week, I hope we can cut that number in half today. Here we go, first down 15 for Randolph County. Davis from a one-back set, he'll take the snap and just have to get what he – can that time Davis tried to get out of there too quick and he fumbled the football but he will pick it up and scrimmage across the 30 up near the 35 so give him a gain of maybe four on the play yeah when I look like he mishandled the snap right there fumbled it straight to the ground and had to just get what he could right there still managed to get about looks like about four yards on the play right there it's good to make something out of nothing right there gonna bring up second down and timeout down on the field heat timeout will be administered here this evening with uh, 5.55 remaining in our first stands of Randolph County leading up by a score of seven to nothing. We'll be back in a moment. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. 
The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Holmes Guns, your federal licensed firearm dealer on Highway 22 in Wadley, has over 500 firearms in stock, um, along with plenty of ammo as well. Home Guns, says go Tigers. Are you folks looking for a gun for hunting season? Which is just right around the corner, knocking on the door. The deers are jumping, and rabbits are too. Stop by Home Gun, pick up your gun, and pick up you some ammo. As hunting season is just right around the corner. First down in correction, second down and 11 for Randolph Cannon Davis on a quarterback keeper. Cuts it up across the 20-yard line, pushing the pile near the 15. Going to be down at about the 17-yard line. Going to bring up third down for Randolph Cannon. That time, Davis, he just kind of got a little shifted there. and had to get outside. He, if the, uh, it broke down in front of him. He just had to run for dear life. Yeah, Quinn, it looked like a design pass play. He just had to make something happened when the pocket collapsed right there. Just took it, took it around the left side. It looks like for a gain of about seven or eight yards on the play. Picking up third and four here. Going to bring up third down and let's call it a short four long three. Now Kenny will operate from a wishbone formation. Davis from under center will hand it off to Jordan right there along the line of scrimmage. Jordan pushing the pile, still rumbling inside the three. And I think he's going to go down right there. At about, actually, they're going to give him Inside the five, up to the four-yard line. First down and goal for the Tigers. Let's have a quick score update. Hanley leading Hopewell seven to nothing. Last score update we had was Woodland trailing Ohatchee seven to nothing in the first period. First down and goal for the Tigers, knocking on the door inside the five on about the four and a half. Davis will go under center with the wishbone backfield behind him. Single tight end here to the near side. Davis takes a snap, turn around, hands it off to Garrett. He pushes his way across the goal line. He's in for the Tiger touchdown. Four twenty-seven remaining in our first answer. Randolph County claiming to a 14-0 lead over, over the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. And here's number four, Braxton Daniel on to attempt the Think Local first. Lake Widawi Life Magazine, point after try. He'll be out of the hold of number six, Wilson. Here's the snap. Here's the kick. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Think local first. Your digital advertising board, a division of the Lake Widawi Life magazine. Limited pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Think local first. We'll be back in a moment. Is your business looking for ways to promote itself? Look no further. Instant Imprints will help you become more visible to your customers. Instant Imprints specializes in five branding services, custom t-shirts, signs and banners, embroidery, promotional products, and print services. Instant Imprints are here to assist you. Contact us today, 770-214-2777, located in Carrollton, Georgia, on South Park Street. What are you waiting for? Get promoting today with Instant Imprints. The Security Finance Scoring Recap. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here's Braxton with our recap. Last drive was a six-play, 36-yard drive, capped off by a four-yard touchdown run by number 19, Keyshawn Garrett. PAT good by Braxton Daniel, making the score 14-0. Here 
in Weed Alley. Security Finance has tax preparations. You can stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit them in Roanoke, Auburn, Opelika, Ellic City, Talladega, or Aniston. Daniel on the kickoff for Randolph County. End over end kicked by Daniel. It's going to be fielded by Glencoe at the five. Number 12 on that return for the Yellow Jackets, and he'll be upended up across the 25. Giving, actually, they're going to rule him down at the 24. First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets from the 24 on that carry for, well, on the return for Glencoe was number 12, Daniel May. Yeah, Quandell, and the person making the tackle on the kickoff right there was number 19, Keyshawn Garrett. Score a touchdown, make a tackle. Here we go, first down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. From the pistol formation, man comes in motion from the far side out of a double set here to the near side to make it a double look with a tight end here. The handoff to the tailback out of the backfield. That's number 24 on that carry for Glencoe. That's uh, Eli Huff giving forward progress gain up to uh, the 23. Correction. It's real hard to see across the way here. Actually, they're going to say he lost a yard back to the 24. He did end up losing the yard on that. Looks like we've had the push so far this game. Yeah. Every single play, you know, the line of scrimmage is actually about two yards in the backfield. Every play on this one, as much penetration as we're getting. Second down and 11 for the Yellow Jackets. Out of a twin set, man comes in motion to the near side. They'll throw the swing pass out of the backfield. Ball is going to fall incomplete. Pass intended for number nine for Glencoe. That is uh, Carson Nayer. Going to bring up third down and 11. Quick score update in the first period, 14-0. Ohachi leads Woodland. Equindale, that little swing pass screen action right there was pretty close to being a lateral pass. It, it was. Just so happened he was running right here, but he was breaking right there along the line of scrimmage. So, they'll rule it incomplete. Going to bring up third down and 11. Glencoe splits a man way out here wide. Single uh, double set to both sides of the field. Man comes in motion to the near side. They will operate with the back out of the backfield, and he's crumbled up in the backfield. Going to be stopped back at around the 18-yard line. Going to bring up fourth down, and Glencoe's going to have to pick his thing up and let it ride. Yeah, Quindell, not really too much to say so far at this point of the game. I mean, it's been all Randolph County. It's been, this makes three consecutive three and outs for the defense right here with only one play so far going for positive yards, and it was a pass play. Nothing on the ground so far. Not too much has worked tonight for the Yellow Jackets. Number 54, Connor Gray on the punt for Glencoe. Dante Jordan stands back at midfield for Randolph County to await the punt. There's the snap. Good, clean punt. High, real high, tight punt. And Randolph County will let it roll. Well, Glencoe will let it roll, and it'll die inside Yellow Jacket territory at the – they'll let it die at the 40 – four-yard line. First down and 10 for Randolph County. Official timeout down on the field. Sideline warning assessed against Randolph County. That was kind of, it, it was, you, you, you didn't know what happened until you saw the official give the signal for a sideline warning assessed against the Tigers. No flags were thrown. Just a vertical warning. Issued to Randolph County on first down. 
Operate from the 44. Davis from the gun. He'll drop back the pass. He'll, he's looking. Got his man in Dante Jordan. Jordan's going to cut all the way back. I knew it was coming. Cuts back across the field. Over to the Glencoe sideline. Man gets annihilated right there along the line of scrimmage. Penalty flags on the play. And they're going to get him for an illegal blindside block. That was obvious. That was very obvious. You can't peel back on the guy without leading with your hands. Yeah, absolutely, Quandell. That was a very crazy play right there. That was an <laughs> out route on the right side. Turn back to be ended on the left side of the field over there. Illegal block in the back called against Randolph County. Yeah, that was kind of a crazy play because it started right here in front of us and it ended over on the Glinko sideline. I thought Jordan would have just got what he could get right here and got out. Yeah, Quindale, I'm going to go ahead and go down the limb here and say that Jordan's definitely the hardest person to tackle on our team. Yeah, he is. He's very, very slippery with the ball. And ball security's been pretty good with no fumbles so far in the first three games this year. I wouldn't want to have to tackle him. First down and 15 for the Tigers from midfield. Davis from the gun with a twin look to both sides of the field. He'll keep it on a quarterback draw, and he'll just turn it up right there along the line of scrimmage, moving forward progress up to the 46-yard line. Going to bring up second down for our Tigers. That time, uh, that looked like that might have been a quarterback design delay type quarterback draw. That was very delayed. He, say, he sat on it for a while, showed pass, and then he just took off. Yeah, Quinn, it looked like he was either a quarterback design runner, maybe even the option look, the way that the running back came out of the backfield right there. Cut it up. Looked like he had more than he really did. Ended up being about a three-yard gain right there. Second and 12 here with a minute and some change left on the clock in the first quarter. Here comes Randolph Kenny up. Twins both sides of the field. Davis from the gun. He'll drop back the pass, and he'll just have to go with it. And he's scrimmaging across the 40-yard line, trying to get the first down, and he'll get it across the 35, up near the 34. That's enough for Randolph County First State Bank first down. Davis has got, Davis has got to try not to, to get himself hurt here. I mean, yeah, Quindell, he just, you know, it's another design pass play, and he didn't like the look that he had, and he just decided to tuck it and run it upfield. Good enough for a, for a Tiger first down. That's enough for Randolph County, First Aid Bank, first down. Again, First Aid Bank, member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, located at 105 Main Street South in the beautiful city of Wedowie, Alabama. Well, the sun is set it down here at fog level, folks, and it's starting to get a little bit cool out there on the outside. Here we go, first down and 10, operating one back out of the backfield. Garrett on the carry, and he pushes the pile along with that surging offensive line across the 30 up to the 28. Yeah, Quando, just, just a run, just right up the middle right there. And we're definitely getting the, getting the push from the offensive line. I mean, there's no contact until maybe three or four yards downfield. I mean, our center and two guards doing a great job of putting heads down and leading the way. Second down, and let's call it let's call it three for Randolph County. Ball inside the 30, resting on about the 28-yard line. Davis from the gun with the twins to the near side here. Swing pass out of the backfield to Dante Jordan. He makes a guy miss, runs over another one, and he'll be tackled at the 25-yard line. Penalty flag on the play. Let's see. Flags for. Like this one may be against, uh, may be against Glencoe for face mask. And I think it's going to be the five-yard variety. Face mask called against Glencoe. It'll be a five-yard variety face mask penalty, and it'll be – First down, and that'll be enough for Randolph County First State Bank. First down. Quick scoring update. 
Ohatchee 20 with a nothing first period. Hanley 14. Hanley 13. Hopeful nothing. 332 remaining in the first quarter. We have a score of 14 to nothing here with 8.9 seconds remaining in our first stanza. First down and 10 for Randolph Kenny and Coach Precious and Cup. They'll just keep things here on the sideline and bring the first quarter to a close. That is going to do it for our first answer. Randolph County leading Glencoe 14 to nothing. We'll take a timeout and we'll come back for our second period of action here from Wadawi, Alabama. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Financial Incorporated, SPF, or FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services purpose here independent of SPF. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Wedowie or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Welcome back here to the beautiful facilities located on the campus of Randolph County High School, one named after Mr. Hewlin Humphrey and the field named after former Randolph County head coach Ron Waters. Randolph County leads 14 to nothing. Pass complete to number four, Braxton Daniel. Penalty flags on the play, and I guarantee you Randolph County just got called for holding because it was very obvious. Yeah, Quandale, it looks like – I mean, did I say, it looks like we're going to have a block in the back over here on the wide receiver on the on the near side. Yeah, I saw that as well. Holding call against the Tigers. And the, you, you could have seen that one from uh, – you could have seen that one from over in Libel. It was very <laughs> obvious. He couldn't he, – he, he, and the thing is, he going to be able to hide on film no way because the camera's right up here above us. And that's going to be the first thing you see. End of one from Curtis Lynch Memorial Field in Wadley, Alabama. Just scoreless between the Bulldogs and the Lynette Panthers. That's got to be a good one, folks. Here we go on first down and 20. Jordan takes the handoff from Davis looking for the outside corner. He's got it. He makes the guy miss. Hurdles one. And Ford Progress will give him close to a Randolph County First State Bank first down. Let's see where they down him at. It's going to be very close. It's going to bring up a second down, and let's call it one. So a nice game that time by Jordan. He just took the handoff out of the backfield, hit the corner, and but the other time, if you don't turn him, if you don't turn the taillights out before we get there, he's gonna run off and leave you. Yeah. Speaking about Lineville, Quando over in Clay County, with one minute to go in the first quarter, scores seven to zero by way of Clay County. 
Here we go on second down and three. Davis will go on the center, operate from the eye formation. He'll take this out, hand it off to Protho right there along the line of scrimmage. Protho will be bent over backwards, and he'll have, but he'll have enough for Randolph County First State Bank. First down inside Glencoe territory, down near the goal line on about the two and a, on about the one and a half yard line. First down and goal for our Tigers, knocking on the door here with 10:43 remaining in our first half. Yeah, Quandell, with uh, that carry right there, that's been the fifth different back for Randolph County that's had a carry in this game with Jordan, Davis, Prothrow, Garrett, and Jonathan Wilson. Davis from under center. He'll hand it off to his fullback right there along the line of scrimmage. He gets in. Touchdown, Randolph County. 10-22 remains in our first half, and Randolph County continues to pour on the blood here. 20 to nothing is our score. Our Tigers lead. Braxton Daniel now on to attempt the Think Local first. Lake Weedowie Life Magazine point after try for Randolph County. He's going to be out of the hold of Wilton. Here's the snap. The kick is up, and that one is going to miss wide right with 10-22 remaining in our first half. Randolph County 20 Glencoe, nothing. We will take a time out and we'll be back in a moment. Looking for a weekend getaway or an investment property on beautiful Lake Wadawi? Let the realtors at Hunter Bend Realty help you find the perfect place for you. Lake properties, residential properties, lots, commercial real estate, and land sites. Hunter Bend Realty has it all. Whether you're listing or selling, we are your team. Hunter Bend Realty, 25 Main Street, Wadawi, 256 357 4488. View listings online at hunterbend.com. It's now time for the security finance scoring recap. They offer installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, holiday shopping. Here's our Braxton Lackey with yet another scoring recap. Yeah, Quandell on a, on a quick drive, seven plays, 56 yard drive, ending in a Jonathan Prothrow one yard fullback dive with a missed. PAT makes the score 20 to 0 here in Weedowie. Security Finance has tax preparations. You can stop by and see one of the professionals today, Irona, Auburn, and Opelika. Here comes the end over end kick by Braxton Daniel. Glencoe at about the 13. Here come the Yellow Jackets across the field over there on their sideline. Got all kind of running room across the 30, up near the 40, upended. Before you get to the Randolph, before they. Oh, penalty flags. I see, I see laundry flying. Yeah, Quandell, yeah from, from what it shows, it looks like we might have a late hit out of bounds over there on our side. doesn't look like anything was intentional, but it looks like just the momentum. Yeah, I thought I saw I thought I thought saw uh, the yellow flag come flying. And penalty flags on the play, and let's wait on our white hat for our call. Actually, that must have been just one of their towels over there. I saw yellow. And I thought maybe that was that was one of the old the highly yellow painted flags, but it's not. First down and ten for the Yellow Jackets from the Rome. Thirty-five yard line. Penalty flags on the play. My goodness, that flag came from a long way. <laughs> it got there quick. Dead ball. False start called against. Glencoe, that'll be a five-yard penalty to back it up five and replay it down. Yeah, Braxton, that flag was quick, and it just, and it, it came on a rope. 
<laughs> yeah, Quandell came from the umpire. That thing came sailing in there like this. Like he pitched a baseball in there. He was on a mission to get that flag dead before that play got snapped. Well, there, First, was, there was no mistaking between it and a towel that time. Wasn't <laughs> no, it wasn't. First down and 15 for the Yellow Jackets. They will operate from the gun. And more laundry on the field. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, Quandell. It's like the center wanted to snap the ball, and he thought about it, and the rest of the line jumped. Uh, everybody. Tall start called against Glencoe. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets with 10-11 remaining in our first half. And Mr. Huddleston will take one with him. We'll be back in a moment. We take the dents out of accidents. 431 Auto Body Repair, Tire, and Service. Owned by Paul Loveless. 24-hour towing, full-service collision shop, a full-service department, computer diagnostics, tires, brakes, and service. A locksmith for key retrieval and glass repair. Let us take the dents out. 431 Auto Body, 1265 Highway 431 in Roanoke. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Here we go. We'll take it down. Actually, first down in long for the Yellow Jackets. They'll operate from the pistol formation. And that's going to be the tailback on that carry for Glencoe, number 24 for the Jackets. Actually, that's going to be number seven, Thomas Shags, the quarterback, on a quarterback keeper for maybe a gain of a half yard. It's hard to, it's hard to see because when Randolph Kenny bottles him up, there's three or four white jerseys on the ground. Yeah, Quandell. Randolph County's doing a real good job of running to the football. You know, they're not being satisfied with first hit, not even second hit. Here we go. Second down and Needham's heel for Glencoe. Man comes out of the backfield in motion to the near side. Shacks from the gun. And timeout taken by the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Coach Allred definitely not happy about that timeout. But we'll take it with them. We'll be back in a moment. Let's hear from some of our sponsors. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Widawi Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Widawi Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Widawi Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Widawi Building Supply. Welcome back here to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ryan Waterfield on the second down for Glencoe rolling here to the Randolph County sideline looking for somewhere to go. He'll just throw it 
and he'll just throw it away, and there comes Laundry. That's going to be intentional. Guy, that wasn't a soul over there. <laughs> He's been better just getting outside the tackle box and throwing it away. So he got away with it. But to no avail, he stays in that tackle box, and he's going to be charged with intentional grounding. That'll be a loss of down and a five-yard penalty. Quick scoring update. It is Hanley 21, hopeful 0, 9.36 and reigning in the second quarter. That time he just ran out of real estate. He had nowhere to go, nowhere to throw. He just, he just done what he could. But I think I might have would have eighth out in Braxton, don't you? Oh, yeah, I think so. But at the same time, he had pro throw Nick Sims and Holloway right there at him in the backfield and had no other choice but to to let it go here. Here we go, operating on third down in Lafayette. Long ways, buddy. They got to get to 45 to have a mm-hmm. first down. That's what I know. That ball's resting inside their own territory at the 25. The tailback takes the handoff right there along the line of scrimmage. He'll get across the five, up near the six. Going to bring up fourth down, and they're going to have to punt this thing out the shadows of their own end zone. And I'm almost certain that Randolph Kennedy may send the Calvary after this one. I mean, because he's, sta- he's going to be standing in the back of the end zone punting this football away. What do you think, Brax is in the heat? Try to block it? I don't know. Maybe so. But at the same time, I don't know if Glencoe could punt for the first down right here. With it looking like it's about fourth and 36, if I, my calculations were right here. Number 81 is going to be on the punt for Glencoe for the Yellow Jackets. And I hear whistles. And Coach Drummond's definitely not happy. Coach Presser's had to take a timeout. 831 remaining. We're going to take it with him. We'll be back in a moment. Managing your business or personal finances are just a fact of life. KBW Accounting and Tax Service can give you peace of mind. You don't have to pull your hair out when it comes to financial forms. Don't sweat it. That's what KBW Accounting and Tax Service is here for. Give them a call today at 256-357-9022. KBW Accounting and Tax Service, West Broad Street, Widawi. Let them crunch the numbers. County Chamber of Commerce is proud to pledge its support for all our local schools. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce says go RCHS Tigers. 831 remaining in our first half. Randolph County claiming to a 20 to nothing lead over the Glencoe Yellow Jackets and putting Braxton to work over there, letting him read some of them goodwill mentions. We need to get something out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go on fourth down on Country Mile. Glencoe's going to punt this thing from the shadows of his own end zone. If he misses it, he better just eat it. Yeah, they got to have a good snap here. Here's the snap, real low snap. Nice tight spiral end over end kick. And it's going to go out of bound right here on the Randolph County sideline up across the 30 near, I'll say about the 34-yard line. That's where the Tigers will set up shop on offense first down and 10. And I think Coach Pressure, actually, the number one offense, they'll probably take a few more snaps here in the first half before he calls the dogs off for a while. Yeah, Quindell, this this whole game, I mean, the best way to describe it in just a few words has just been Randolph County all day. It sure has. Braxton, we may get home for 9.30 night. Here we go, first down and 10 for the Tigers from the 35. 
New quarterback into the game for Randolph County. We'll get him in just a moment. That's going to be number 10, Dante Jordan, taking the handoff. He cuts inside the 10, spins around, and he's going to go down inside the 5. That's going to be actually inside the 10, down on about a 6. That's enough for Randolph County. First eight, bank first down. Checking into the game for Randolph County at quarterback. Who was that? Because it, it looked like 19. Was that Keyshawn? No, it was uh, number 18 out there at quarterback, listed as Avion Willis. Okay. That was Willis in there at quarterback. He'll come back. He'll go back to the huddle to command his troops. Davis has checked out of the contest, if I'm not mistaken. They will. Number six, Wilton is your long back. Hagan Bailey in there at fullback. From my understanding, he'll take the snap, hand it off to Wilton. Wilton looking for running room, and he's going to be down inside the five near the one-yard line. Going to bring up second down. Yeah, Quan, I, I wouldn't be surprised very soon if we were to punch this one in to see a bunch of uh, a bunch of hidden talent on the sideline that we're not used to seeing come on in in this game, get some repetitions in. 8.31 remaining in the first half. Lynette finally cracks the board over in Wadley, Alabama. They lead the Bulldogs 7 to nothing. first half. Quarterback from under center, he'll take the handoff and give it off to his fullback, and he is into the end zone for the Randolph County touchdown. 7-12 remaining in our first half, and the Tigers just keep adding mustard to the hamburger here. 27 to correction, 26 to nothing, Randolph County leads. You got to mix it up every now and then. Yeah, I like the hamburger. That's uh, that's pretty good. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> now here is number four, Braxton Daniel to attempt the Think Local first, Lake Widawi Life Magazine, point after try. He'll be out of the hole of Mr. Wilson. Here's the snap. Here's the kick. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 7-12 remaining in our first half. For Randolph County leads by a score of 27 to nothing. Think Local first, a digital advertising board. It's a division of the Lakewood Highway Life magazine. They have limited pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Take a time out and we'll come back with our security finance scoring recap. Now, I'll be honest. I ain't too much of a handyman, but I don't let that stop me. That's why I use the pros at Russell Do It Center in Roanoke. I'm learning that I can do more and more things around the house, and I give all the credit to the knowledgeable staff at Russell Do It Center. They give me the proper information on how to do the job, as well as making sure that I have the proper supplies and tools to tackle whatever it is I'm doing. Plus, they've got larger tools for rent. Turn to Russell Do It Center, Highway 431 in Roanoke, or call 334-863-5330 today. Ready? Yep. The Security Finance Score Recap. The Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here's Braxton with our recap. Yeah, Quandell is another short drive right there. One minute and six seconds. Only three plays. Ending in a Hagen Bailey. Fullback touchdown from three yards out. Making the score 27 to 0 here in Weedowie. Security Finance has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals today with locations in Ellic City, Talladega, or Aniston. Quick scoring update, Hanley 28, hopeful nothing second period. End over end kick by Randolph Kenny is going to be fielded at the 10 by Glencoe. Here they come. He's hopping. Oh, he's hopping like a rabbit. He got outside the coverage, and he is going to be upended across the 25. Let's see where they mark him down. Going to mark him down at the 26 or at the 30. 
We're going to give him forward progress across the 35 up to the 36. First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Randolph Kenny will send the number one defensive company onto the field, and they'll make some. Cha- they'll make a few changes. Not many, but they'll make a few. Number eight, Daniel Benefield will check in. Good to see number 56 in there for Randolph County tonight. That is a Scion Burns. Hadn't called Burns names at all this year that I can think of. Here comes Glencoe from the pistol formation. Twins to the near side. They'll hand it off to the back coming out of the backfield. Tripped up by number 55, Nick Sims, on that carry for the Glencoe Yellow Jackets was number 24, Eli Huff, for loss of two. Going to bring up second down and 12. Yeah, Quindell, I know Glencoe really trying to get something going, but first things first, got to block Nick Sounds. I don't care if it takes two blockers. If it takes three, you have got to put a helmet on him. He's going to make the play in the backfield. Second down and let's call it 12 for Glencoe Yellow Jackets to line up with a single receiver to the far side, a single receiver to the near side from the pistol. Man comes in motion as a wing back here on the near side. They'll hand it off to the tailback right there along the line of scrimmage is number 24, Huff. He keeps a little feet just a driving. Randolph Kennedy is going to finally get him on the ground across the 35, up near the 36-yard line, third down. Yeah, yeah, Quandell, that was the new defensive end that you just shouted out. That was number eight, Daniel Benefield, with the first lick of contact right there, defensive end, bringing up third, and it looks like a long nine. Third down, long nine. Got a spider web right here in my right here in my peripheral vision. Heat timeout taken down on the field with uh, four, correction, five, 49 remaining on our game clock here in the first half. We'll dial it up and take it with them. Listen in to some sponsorship and be back in a moment. Offering over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. Need a tow? Give East Alabama Truck Repair a call. 256-363-2580. East Alabama Truck Repair can handle any tow job with wrecker and rollback service. Visit them on County Road 4 and Widawi for truck repair. Also visit their truck sales department on Highway 431 just north of Widawi. East Alabama Truck Repair can do it all. East Alabama Truck Repair, 1306 County Road 4 and Widawi. 256-363-2580. Here we go with Glencoe from the gun. They'll send a man out far to the far side of the field. Number three from the gun. He'll drop back the pass, throw a quick route like a high. That was almost a hot route that time. Pass completed to number 25 for the Yellow Jackets. That is um, Nolan Fairley for a gain of about five on the play. Going to bring up fourth down. Let's call it four. That time, that was just a quick hot pass. Number three was your quarterback. That was, uh, that was Garrett Gatchkins. Gaskins. Sorry, can't talk tonight. Yeah, Quandell, and that play right there just sealed off the fifth consecutive three and out for Randolph County's defense in this part in the game. Number 81 on the punt for Glencoe. That is uh, Gavin Bray. There's the snap. End over end punt. 
Going to go backwards, and Randolph County, uh-oh, number six on that return for Randolph County. That is Wilton. He fielded, he fielded it on a skip and a hop across the uh, across the 25, up near the 26. And he is going to be the injured Tiger down on the field. We'll take a timeout and be back in a moment. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long-lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers, 256 395 Four one six five. Hi, all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to uh, to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ron Waters Field, injured Tiger down on the field. That is going to be number six, um, Jonathan Wilton, injured for Randolph County. The medical staff has been have been brought out to assist him, along with the emergency medical personnel. Here, our game clock is showing uh, showing four fifty remaining in our first half, and it was just an awkward injury to Wilton. It happened right like in the midst of a play. And I mean, he he went down, and it, it it it's a pretty ugly injury from the looks of it. It's medical medical staff and everybody's out on the field, so we're gonna step away. We're gonna keep our commercials rolling. We'll come back and break in from time to time as they attend to him and try to get him off of the field and into safe uh, to, into safe keepings here in Wadawi, Alabama. Our score is Randolph County leading Glencoe by a score twenty seven to nothing. Four fifty remaining first half. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Wedowie Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Wedowie Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Wedowie Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Wedowie Building Supply. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. 
Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. And welcome back to uh, welcome back to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ryan Watersfield. Again, number six, Jonathan Wilson, the injured Tiger, down on the field. Medical personnel, they're still attending to him down there. Um, everybody paying their respects across the stadium as it has gone ice quiet out there as they attend to him and try to get him in good standing so that they can get him transported to a local medical facility there where they'll evaluate his uh, his injury and we will move forward. But as we find out more about the injury that, that is taking place here tonight, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, update, every, we'll update you. Once we uh, once we speak to Coach Prestridge o- uh, over into next week concerning uh, concerning Mr. Wilton's injury, but uh, Braxton will take us to a um, a goodwill mention. First Bank Home Loans with many new features like longer terms and no minimum loan amounts. And don't forget the First Bank Go Mobile app for your convenience. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Saying go. Randolph County Tigers. Just some quick scoring updates to bring along to you while we have this opportunity here. Um, Randolph County leading in this one 27 to nothing in the second period. It is Hanley leading Holtville 28 to nothing with 748 remaining in the first half. We got a tie ball game over in Wadley at Curtis Lynch Memorial Stadium 7 to 7. Wadley and Lynette tied with 4 2 remaining in the first half and Ohatchet leading Woodland 34 to nothing in the second quarter. As the Randolph County football team comes together and they begin praying for their brother, we'll take a timeout and we'll come back in a moment. Nobody sells your business better than you do. That's with the exception of instant imprints. From promotional materials to signs and banners, custom t-shirts and branded apparel, instant imprints can help you promote your business. Because everything is done under one roof, instant imprints promises on-time service, all within your budget. Stop into their Carrollton, Georgia location on South Park Street or go to instantimprints.com. Let's take a second and picture our dream home. The fence along the drive, the siding, the windows, a two-car garage you pull into, the porch you walk up on, and now we're inside. Look at those beautiful floors and that fireplace. That's pretty easy, right? Well, just as we built a home in our mind, Russell Dewitt Center can bring that dream to life from A to Z. Russell Dewitt Center offers full contractor service. They can read those house plans and everything in between to get you in the home you've dreamed of. Call Larry Driver today at 334-863-5330. That's 863-5330. And let Russell Dewitt Center do it for you. And welcome back here to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ron Watersfield Wilson has been uh, he's been carted off the field by the emergency, emergency medical personnel that are here. They're going to transport him to a waiting medical facility, and they'll, they'll evaluate him. And like I said, as soon as we speak with Coach Pressures over into the week next week, we'll find out his condition. Randolph County leading in this one by school, twenty-seven to nothing, with four fifty remaining on the clock in the first half. That was a penalty. A, actually, a personal foul penalty called against Randolph County is what the flag was for. <laughs> Correction, personal foul called against Glencoe. I know we saw a flag right there around the time that the injury occurred, so personal foul going to be called against Glencoe, and that's going to gain enough for Randolph County First State Bank. First down at the Tiger 40-yard line. Comes Randolph County out to on offense from 
the I formation. Number 18 from Understanding will hand it off to number 14. That's going to be Braggs for about a gain of two. Right there off of right guard, off of left, uh, right guard for a gain of two yards. Take it down in eight. Jaquandel with the carry right there with Bragg. That'll be the sixth running back that we've had in this uh, this game for Randolph County. Getting to see a bunch of people get plenty of touches in tonight's game. Yeah, that's I, I mean that's good considering the gauntlet that's that's coming. Because <laughs> it only gets the, the competition only gets a tad bit stiffer from from this tonight going forward. Here we go on second down and let's call it a short nine long eight. From I understand the quarterback will take the snap, stick it in the belly of Hagen Bailey. Bailey rumbles his way across midfield into Yellow Jacket territory down at the 47-yard line. That's enough for Randolph County First State Bank. First down. Moving the chains. First down and 10 for Randolph County. Talking a little, they're just milking. They're trying their best to milk that clock on down and not try to rub the rub salt in the wound here. I don't really see Randolph County going in the air too much more for the rest of this half, much less the rest of the game. Looks like it's definitely decided here. Randolph County operates with twins, uh, actually a trip set to the near side from the I formation. They'll pitch it to the back, coming out of the backfield, looking for the corner. He finds the edge, and he gets outside of one guy, and he <laughs> attempts to run over another one, and he is going to be knocked down out of bound up across the 30-yard line, and he'll pick up enough, another to pick up enough yardage for another Randolph County First State Bank first down. I'd like to let you know that our first down sponsor is First State Bank here in Wadawi, Alabama. They are located at 105 Main Street South. They are a member FDIC and equal housing lender. First down for the Tigers inside Glencoe Territory at the 31. Randolph County comes up with an eye backfield. So under center, they'll hand it off. To the fullback, and he got stood up after about a gain of one. That's number 34, Hagen Bailey, on the carry for Randolph County. And just a few quick changes amongst Randolph County on offense. Number 18, Avion Willis, has come in at quarterback. Number 69, um, that is, um, that's Mitchell. Actually, look, the offensive line, the interior the offensive line is still the same. It's just been a few changes in the, as far as the core play, the, um, Skill players, number 21 checks in. That's Brian Wright, along with number 14, Patrick Braggs, number 8, Daniel Benefield, and number 7, Isaiah Wright. Hand off to Braggs right there along the line of scrimmage. He gets forward progress close to the 25. Going to rule him down the 26. Going to bring up third down. Like we have a Official timeout down on the field for injured Glencoe Yellow Jacket while the medical up. Oh. Let's see if he'll get up. He does. He gets up, but they're still going to try to attend to him and make sure that he's okay. And he, he gets up mighty wobbly. So the medical staff will treat will take him back over to their sideline and attend to him on third down, and let's call it five for Randolph County. Randolph County, have, Braxton, they've had their way in this one. Oh, yeah, Quandell. Every, every play from the line of scrimmage has gained one yard, at, at least on every play. There hasn't been – one play that's went for a loss in this game. Like I said, they've been controlling the trenches all night to this point. It's really sad to see us lose, you know, number six, Jonathan Wilson, and hope that he has safe recovery the rest of the night. Here come the Tigers from the I formation. 
Willis takes a snap, hands it off to his back, coming out of the backfield, makes one guy miss, tried to make a second guy miss, but he just got corralled right there at the 25. Going to bring up fourth down here. See if Randolph County, I'm pretty sure they'll go for it because they, they, they're basically in no man land. If you punt this one, he's probably going to kick it in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Quandell on the carry right there was, was another new running back, 10th grader Markel Lee with his first carry of the contest in tonight's game. Fourth down and four for Randolph County. They'll line up in the I formation. Number nine is in there at tailback. That is, um, that's Markel Lee. From understanding, the quarterback will take snap, drop back to pass, looking, going over the top pass intended for number eight, Daniel Benefield, going to fall incomplete and bring up first down and 10 on a turnover on downs by Randolph County. He he, he just dials up it up that time. <laughs> Benefield had it. He just held on to it. Like, I don't want it. Get it off of me. Yeah, Quandell, it was, it was pretty decent defense on the other side from Glencoe. At least there was somebody that was sort of around him right there. You know, it wasn't wasn't wide open. wasn't perfectly covered. Somewhere in between. <laughs> but Coach, Coach have always said if you hit your hand, you, you, you might want to catch it because you might not get it back. So, <laughs> first down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets from their own 25-yard line. I would have loved to have one hit me and my fingers in high school. I loved it. Probably, probably would have caught that one and wouldn't have caught another one the rest of the year, uh, the rest of my years. Here we go on first down for Glencoe, operating from the pistol. We'll take the snap. Randolph County's made some changes along their defensive front, and still <laughs> Glencoe don't get nothing on the play. Well, Quandale, had I, had I caught had a football hit me in the hands, it would have been a bad play because I played right guard. <laughs> <laughs> Official timeout down on the field for another injury. We'll take it right along with them. With wide cutting decks, high cutting speeds, and the ability to turn on their own axis without leaving any uncut areas, nothing makes the toughest lawn care jobs easy like a Husqvarna zero-turn mower. And nothing adds versatility and boosts productivity like genuine Husqvarna accessories for our mower. For the full lineup of Husqvarna zero-turn mowers and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Say yes to a better you. The Yes Project offers services to help you attain academic and employment goals. If you're ages 16 through 24, not attending school, and need help finding a job, continuing your education, and planning your future, we want to help you. All services are free, and the Yes Project pays incentives for successful achievements. Contact the Yes staff in Roanoke at 706-363-5730. This project is funded 100% with federal funds made available to the State of Alabama Department of Commerce by the U.S. Department of Labor, Employment, and Training Administration as the Welcome back to Hewlett Hartford Stadium, Coach Ron Watersfield. 27 to nothing, a score. Randolph County leads here, 106 remaining in our first half. And boy, when I tell you it's been a slow dropper tonight, it's, it's been all of that and just a little bit more. 27 to nothing, Randolph County leads. If I had my blanket and my cover, I'd be over here asleep on the side of the wall over here. <laughs> Second down and 11. Here come the Yellow Jackets from the old pistol backfield formation. Look, number seven is still in there at quarterback. That is uh, Thomas Skaggs. Shags. Well, that is Skaggs. S-K-A-G-G-S. 
Skaggs, he'll, uh, he'll toss it over to number 13 coming out of the backfield. he got all types of running room, and he'll run over Randolph County defensive guy. That's number 13 on that, Kiri Jacob Perry. He'll pick up enough for Glencoe first down out across the 35 up near the 36. He just annihilated that Randolph County defensive back over here. He didn't even – he didn't get time to ask him how was he doing. He just ran him over. Yeah, Quandell. Nevertheless, he held on and brought him down after he uh, – Got the license plate number of that truck right there. Yep, That's sure number 25, Javon Smith on the on the tackle over there. Here we go, third down and one. For the Jackets. Skaggs from the gun, brings a man in motion to the near side, from the near side to the far side. Skaggs on a quarterback keeper. He'll have enough for Glencoe first down out across the 35 up to the 38, first down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets, and hmm, their first first down of this evening's contest. It's been a long time, I bet you. But then again, I mean, you could expect that Randolph County has all reserves in the contest, and we're in the first half. Yeah, Quindell, this was actually the first possession that wasn't a three and out for Glencoe at this point, like I said. Definitely a slow start for the Yellow Jackets here. And it's probably the closest to the 50-yard lines they've come to. Almost like LSU and Bama years ago. <laughs> yeah, the nine-to-nothing ball game. Yep, that's right. Here we go from the pistol. Skaggs takes the snap. He'll hand it off to his back right there along the line of scrimmage, picking his way, and he's going to lose about one on the play. Official timeout down on the field taken by Glencoe. Is it an official timeout? Yes, it is. Official timeout taken by Glencoe. 12.8 seconds remaining in our first half, 27 to nothing. The Tigers continue to sell their way on into this one. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back in a moment. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334- 863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Need a tow? Give East Alabama Truck Repair a call. 256-363-2580. East Alabama Truck Repair can handle any tow job with wrecker and rollback service. Visit them on County Road 4 and Widowie for truck repair. Also visit their truck sales department on Highway 431 just north of Widowie. East Alabama Truck Repair can do it all. East Alabama Truck Repair, 1306 County Road 4 and Widowie. 256-363-2580. Welcome back to uh, Glencoe, Alabama. I heard a whistle. I promise you I heard a whistle. <laughs> I heard a whistle. They're trying to give him a touchdown, but I heard a whistle all day long. There was a whistle across the way. I heard it before we, uh, just as we were getting ready to come back on the air. Glencoe's indicating a touchdown, but that was an inverting whistle somewhere. I thought he was down. Yeah, Quandell, I really couldn't tell right there, but we definitely did have a whistle. Yes. <laughs> we had a whistle on the field before he crossed the goal line at the far end. Looks like they're going to get together, and they're definitely going to speak about this one. That was an inadvertent whistle somewhere. I thought, But I thought he was down, and I'm pretty sure they did too. Coach Allred, gonna, if they bring this one back, he's going to want a big-time statement on, on what happened. He ain't going to be happy. I'm sure that they have a 
A lot to talk about right here. Looks like the White Hats initiating a lot of questions down there. It sure is. I mean, that was a nice catch by that receiver. He just went up and got pinpointed it. And I think they are going to indicate that that wasn't any burning whistle. Uh-oh. <laughs> Coach Allred not happy at all. <laughs> He's giving the white hat an earful about it. But, I mean, the, the whistle happened. It happened, so it is what it is. You can't change that. <laughs> you can just mark the ball. That's going to be an inadvertent whistle called down there. I mean, the whistle happened. Yes, we heard it. And so, therefore, all you can do is mark the ball. And get it spotted. But I think that's probably halftime. It is. Well, Quindell, I don't really know if we had an inadvertent whistle or we just they, they might have ruled it that it was down out there on the field. You know, but nevertheless, the touchdown will not count. Score Let's see what happens here. They're, they're, they're still out there gathering their resources. This is uh, this is good. This is a good play right here, Braxton, where you might have had – let's say you did have the whistle. You can at least go back and see how much time was on the clock before, before the um, – before the clock expired, but they may have one on time down here. Yeah, if anything here, Quandell, they'll just put the remaining time back on there, put a 25-second clock, and let them go at it. Timeout, Randolph County. Timeout taken by the Tigers as we will play one more untimed down here from Wedowie, Alabama. Let's take a quick timeout. It's Coach Drummond's and his defensive staff goes around and uh, make sure everybody knows what's going on here. We'll be back in a moment. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. And welcome back to UN Huntry Stadium, Coach Ryan Waters Field. That's going to be um, one on time down now for Glencoe. First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the 28. And here comes the quarterback from the gun. He'll drop back the pass looking. They're going to try that receiver up over there on that far side, and the pass is going to be intercepted. And let's see what this flag gets for. Penalty flags on the play. And holding, huh, holding called against Randolph County. <laughs> it happened on the, it happened away from the player. Randolph County is going to be charged with defensive holding. It's going to be a ten yard penalty, and we'll replay one more time down. Randolph County just got to hold the wrong right here. It, it evidently happened. It happened over here on our sideline. But the pass was over on the um, on the far sideline. Going to bring up a first down and 10 for the Jelly Jackets. Skaggs from the gun with twins to the trips to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. He drops back the pass. He's looking, going over the top. And that one just floated for all it was worth. And the pass is going to fall incomplete. And that's going to bring our first half to a close. Randolph County, 27, Glencoe, nothing. We'll take a timeout and we'll come back in a minute. The Randolph County Tigers lead here on the iSchool Sports Network. 
Looking for a weekend getaway or an investment property on beautiful Lake Wadawi? Let the realtors at Hunter Bend Realty help you find the perfect place for you. Lake properties, residential properties, lots, commercial real estate, and land sites. Hunter Bend Realty has it all. Whether you're listing or selling, we are your team. Hunter Bend Realty, 25 Main Street, Wadawi, 256-357-4488. View listings online at hunterbend.com. Managing your business or personal finances are just a fact of life. KBW Accounting and Tax Service can give you peace of mind. You don't have to pull your hair out when it comes to financial forms. Don't sweat it. That's what KBW Accounting and Tax Service is here for. Give them a call today at 256-357-9022. KBW Accounting and Tax Service, West Broad Street, Wedowie. Let them crunch the numbers. Offering over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Halftime Show, sponsored by a brand-new look, located on Main Street here in Weedowie. They have recently expanded uh, and have a new furniture showroom warehouse with name-brand furniture, including mattresses, lighting, rugs, and window coverings. This is a great addition to uh, all the unique home decor and unusual treats. Onus and Barbara have enjoyed making barbara will be happy to assist you with any decorating concerns you have and onus can build any custom farm table or those hard to find sizes visit a brand new look on main street in weedowie for all your home decor gifts and boutique needs so we are here tonight at halftime uh, randolph county high school versus glencoe and we have two very special guests tonight uh David Little, who is the pastor at First Baptist Church here in Weedowie, and Jamie Walls, who is the youth minister here at, also at First Baptist Church in Weedowie. Welcome, gentlemen. Glad, glad, to, glad, to, glad to be here. Well, we certainly appreciate y'all taking time out of your out of your night, out of your evening to come up here. And uh, well, first of all, now many of our listeners probably know Jamie or remember back a long time i can remember seeing jamie play basketball uh jamie talk a little bit about and tell us tell give us your sports background well i did i graduated from woodland high school in uh, 1999 my dad was uh, the coach there for many years so i had the privilege of playing for my dad through the entirety of my high school career i played both baseball and basketball during my high school time and i had a really good enjoyable time and so uh, I was very fortunate, very blessed to get a basketball scholarship after finishing up at Woodland and continue playing in college. Now, where did you get a scholarship in? I got a basketball scholarship. I went to Gaston State, and then from Gaston State, I went to Mississippi College. Mississippi College, okay. Now, uh, Pastor David, I know you played, uh, had some athletic experience too. Tell us uh, what high school you went to and your, uh, what sports you played. I went to Corner High School. And I also went to Mortimer Jordan. Uh, I ran track. Play football and play baseball. Okay, so we have a lot of uh, a lot of sports experience here. Uh, 
real quick, uh, tell us, uh, you know, can tell us how that has helped you in uh, in your ministry, because both of you are in, are in the same business now. Uh, not that it's really a business, I guess you might say, but uh, uh, how has sports impacted that? Uh, for me, I, I love the coach. You know, when I get to coach my sons and my, my daughter's teams, uh, but really coaching is about teaching. It's about leadership. It's about you know when to go, when not to go, getting everybody on the same page, learning how to communicate, building an organization. There's just a, a lot of different things that go into sports, some things that go in behind the scene that you that you use and you don't even realize you're using it. No, I agree. I agree, I agree as well. And I've actually coached basketball in high school for four years. I'll look at it from the other angle. The team aspect of sports carries across so many avenues in business and the world and ministry for us. And so just working together as a team, communicating, which I know Pastor David said was a big thing there. So the, the team aspect of working together for a common good, for a common goal. No, I, I, I agree 100% with that. Uh, you can't put a price tag on that either because um, I mean, it helps you in every aspect, marriage, work, play, I mean, with your kids, it, it is. It, it really does help. Sure does. Pastor David has young kids, and so he's already at that place where he's coaching, and I'm sure I will be soon as well. That's yeah. right. That's right. So now uh, talk a little bit about uh, Pastor David. Now, First Baptist I know is very involved in the community here uh, in Weedowie. Tell us some of the things that are going on right now. Well, right now I'm actually excited about what we're doing on Wednesdays. We are partnering with the city, the City League Sports. They're doing a soccer right now. So at the church on Wednesday nights at 545, we're also teaching the children soccer skills. Uh, but, but we're also incorporating missions and, and teaching of the Bible at the same time. But whatever the, the city is doing, we want to partner with them and help not only teach children about Jesus and the importance of his death on the cross and resurrection from the grave and the hope that we have in that, but why not partner with our city and help and help everybody out? And so we're going to do, when they switch to basketball, we'll switch to basketball. When they switch to baseball, we'll switch to baseball. And we're just going to use that partnership for the best of the church and also for the community. Okay. Now, Jamie, I know you're more, you're the youth minister, so you probably have more hands-on experience with our youth, um, more so than Pastor David. So I've been here six years, so I've been through almost the entire graduating class now. I've walked through the whole <laughs> whole trip through school. So now, do you have any youth uh, that are playing tonight? We do. We have several, actually. Uh, you know, Braxton Daniel and Demarcus Davis are two that come to mind, Jonathan. Uh, obviously, Jonathan's in our prayers. I know Jonathan. He's been a few times. But uh, Braxton, DeMarcus, DeMarco Woodgett, uh, Daniel Benefield. So, yes, we do have some of the – and I know I'm missing some. But we do have some of the teenagers playing tonight that are on the field quite a bit that attend the youth group regularly. Now, what uh, what exactly – what kind of youth programs does the church uh, have going on right now? I know Pastor David, you know, said uh, about partnership and, and, and that sort of stuff. Any other – special things going on absolutely we we have wednesday night as well we have a, a, our bible study for teenagers our sunday night is probably more of our main outreach focus night so for instance this coming up sunday night we're having a sunday night live our youth outreach and so that's from be from five o'clock to nine o'clock on sunday nights and we'll have worship and we'll have a meal for the students and so we uh i feel like we have a great partnership with the school uh, coach Gidden, and so and then we have uh 
a, a big event coming up, which is the International National Day of Prayer. So you to poll, which that's coming up, which we we have a adults from our church together to run the flag polls every Monday, both the, the high school and the middle and elementary school, and pray for our schools. But September 22nd is see you to poll rally at our church. It's community wide for seventh through twelfth graders. And then that following Wednesday, uh, September 25th, will be the National Day of Prayer, which is student led around the flagpole so that's a, a big thing our church provides biscuits and uh, drinks for all the students and faculty at both you know the high school elementary and middle school and so that's a way we can just you know love on our community love on our kids and love on the adults when they they drop them off for uh school well and it, it is those little things you know like you mentioned feeding the faculty and and those things you know they go a long way people people remember that absolutely, uh, absolutely. Uh, i certainly remember you know Th- people, things that people have done for me, whether it be a church or, or a fellow Christian or whatever, you re- you do remember those things, and they stick out in your mind. And that's kind of you know, kind of what the church is supposed to be about is sharing the love and and teaching people about Christ. Um, now, we had an injury, uh, and, and it was seemed to be pretty severe. We we don't know all the details about it, but. Uh, you know, Pastor David, I, we mentioned prayer at the at the poll. Tell us a little bit, not to mean to put you on the spot. What what's the importance of prayer? If you had to answer that, if I had to answer that, prayer is actually communicating with God. If we don't communicate with God, how can we know what He wants us to do with our life? You know, or actually, in the Bible, it says about being a watchman on a wall. That's what prayer is like. And so, if you look. If you're a watchman on the wall, I'm the first one to see a caravan. If I lived in Israel, those Jewish times, I'd be the first one to see an invading army. I'd be the first to see anything coming. And that's kind of what prayer does. You know, prayer puts me in the forefront to know what's coming next. You know, God is speaking to me, and then I know what to pray for because I see it coming. And if I cut off that communication with him, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of at at the mercy of the enemy or at the mercy of situations of my life. I don't want to cut that communication. Well, I, I, that, that was, uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but that was a very good answer. Uh, now, Jamie, now, I know you're married and have one or two, two kids, two, two, two kids, kids and they are how old? I have a five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. Okay, now, I'm gonna, you're on the air now. Now, they're probably listening, so you better say their names. All right, on the spot here, right? <laughs> Caleb is our five-year-old son, and Leah is our three-year-old daughter. She just turned three a couple of days ago. And you and your better half, yeah, Shelly, Shelly has been have been married how long? Uh, put this on, put me on the spot again. We got married August ninth, two thousand eight. So two thousand eight. Well, that's good. That's good. Now, Pastor David, I know you have three children. Three children. And I uh, know two of them very well because I see them at soccer practice. Absolutely. But uh, tell us your wife and children's names. Uh, Paula is my wife. And then I have a little five-year-old named Zach. Uh, my middle child, Brooke, is nine. And then my oldest, Micah, he is 11. Okay, so a nice family. Uh, now, Pastor David, one thing that we failed to mention, you have been living here in Weedowie and pastor of the First Baptist Church for how long? It'll be three years this September, later in the month. Okay. I did not realize it had been three years. Uh, time certainly does fly. Absolutely. It's gone by pretty fast. It does. Speaking of fast, uh, halftime seems to be getting away from us, too. Uh, thoughts on the first half and uh, expectations of the uh, second half? Jamie. 
Well, I know it's it, it's good to get off to a good start our first region game, and so we hate to see the injuries, uh, but it's it's good to see um, our team coming together. I know this is early in the season, and it's good prep, good you know some reps to uh, to get us ready for later on in, in our especially in our region competition because I know we have a tough schedule. Not to take anything away from Glencoe, so it's good to get you know a good first half under our belt. Coach, uh, I start saying I, I'm used to calling him coach at soccer practice. Coach David, Pastor David. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm really impressed with our defense. Uh, they can't run, and uh, they really don't have time to pass as well. And so that's good coaching. That's good uh, leadership. Good uh, athletes out there. We got a lot of athletes. We're spreading them out. We're trying to get them in one-on-one opportunities. Trying to hit those quick throws so our guys can just go up the field and do what they do coaches are doing a good job looks good out there tonight yeah and you know the glencoe uh very young team they have a this is their second year with this coach they only have three seniors on the team and so they are a, a young team and we talked about this at the beginning of the season this this group of seniors has already came into the season play, have already played 43 football games and so that's like wow. playing four years. So they're getting an extra year. It's like having a, uh, a you know, actually like having a senior class and a junior class that is like seniors. Uh, you know, just a lot of experience. And then, you know, you play a team like Glencoe uh, with three seniors and, and really kind of in a rebuilding mode of their program. Uh, so it does make it sometimes hard to get a good look at your offensive starters, and you ha- you see a lot of subs. And the uh, one of the big things you see here too is we have a lot of deep playoff experience with our our core here, and so experience is huge. Uh, we have a lot of speed as well, and that, that speed shows very quick. You know that that shows up in a hurry. Yeah, that's one thing uh, that's hard to coach, and when you have it, it sure is a, it's a blessing. Is speed. Uh, now, we're listening. We're looking at the band now. Now, college football. Now, Jamie, uh, who do you pull for in college football? I'm an Auburn fan. That's what I was sitting here thinking. You got a, you, you got orange and blue on. <laughs> and of course, everybody knows if they've been listening here to the High School Sports Network very long uh, that I am a Crimson Tide uh, fan. Now, Pastor David... I'm also an Auburn fan. Also an Auburn fan. That's why he wanted me to mention this tonight. It's because he knew two of them, two of the people in here were uh, <laughs> Auburn fans. Have no, I, I, I'm an unusual Alabama fan. I, Auburn is my second favorite football team. That is but unusual. It's very unusual. And so uh, uh, I, I actually pull for them, and, and I wish every year it was number one and number two playing each year. Now, of course, I wish Alabama would win every time. Of course, Auburn would then drop out. and. Yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, it it is it's fun to talk about. Well, I was going to ask you, you. We have about five minutes. I don't know if we have that long, but what about LSU, Texas? I mean, I, I remember last year we got up here and talked. We talked a little bit of who do you think is going to win? Some big games coming up. There's Clemson and Texas A&M. I'm actually, I think that Nebraska is going to get beat by Colorado tomorrow, and I actually think Syracuse is going to have their hands full with Maryland tomorrow as well. Okay, I I haven't studied those teams. I I just keep up with the one. Uh, we focused well, on that SEC West right yeah, there. Yeah, right? That's I'm, right. I'm, well, I'm, yeah, I'm featuring way out there, I guess. Yeah, uh, 
Now, it, it is fun to talk about Auburn and, and Alabama football and, and just the, the whole atmosphere and conversation and, and, you know, when you can laugh about it and joke about it, 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 it is a fun topic to discuss. Much like, and, of course, Jamie is sitting here, we have a, you know, Woodland and Weedowie, a big rivalry. Big rivalry. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, rivalry makes, makes it fun. Yes, and being a part of the Woodland and, and RCHS rivalry, you can think back to some of the great football games that RCHS and Woodland played when I was in high school, and both of us two-way, both of us you know, very competitive at that time. And so the rivalry is, is unique for this area because there, it is a bitter, bitter rivalry on the football field, but so many of the adults and players are so our family and friends as soon as you step off the field it's just it's it's a very unique situation here with a strong rivalry on the sports field but then it's such a camaraderie in our community yeah and and now jamie that was that was why you were talking i was thinking about one more question for you so you're a youth minister here in Weedowie, played ball at woodland so does have any of the uh youth as they've come through kind of giving you a hard time about that it's actually if, if there's a week that I'm not giving a hard time, it's unusual. So I'm giving a hard time about it regularly. So I'm asking often him going to pull four. I'm, I'm a, they aggravate me about, well, RCHS won this one and, and Woodland didn't win this one and vice versa. So it's, it's unusual when I don't get, you know, agged on a little bit about the rivalry. Well, I, and I, again, that makes it fun. It's fun to talk about. And as long as you keep sports in perspective, uh, it, they are, really are a great thing. And, uh, and I think we have two gentlemen in here tonight that know that. And uh, we appreciate all that y'all do for the community and for the students. And, uh, you know, it, it really is First Baptist Church, a lot of representation here at the high school. Uh, and like I say, we, we appreciate all the hard work that y'all do with the youth and uh, not only in sports, but uh, spiritually in their lives. And, and uh, you know, it, it's just a real good thing. Thank y'all very much for coming here tonight. It was our pleasure to be here. Our pleasure. Well, thank you. And that wraps up the halftime show here, sponsored by a brand-new look located on Main Street in Weedowie. Uh, They've recently expanded to a new furniture showroom warehouse with name-brand furniture, including mattresses, lighting, rugs, and window coverings. This is a great addition to the unique home decor. Come by and see Onis and Barbara. They uh, will help you with all your, Barbara will help you with all your decorating concerns. Onus can build any custom table or those hard-to-find sizes. Visit a brand-new look on Main Street in Weedowie for all your home decor, gifts, and boutique needs. That's going to wrap up the halftime show here tonight in Weedowie. And we are going to take a quick timeout, and we'll be back in just a moment. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long-lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers, 256 395 4165. Need a tow? Give East Alabama Truck Repair a call. 
256-363-2580. East Alabama Truck Repair can handle any tow job with wrecker and rollback service. Visit them on County Road 4 and Widawi for truck repair. Also, visit their truck sales department on Highway 431 just north of Widawi. East Alabama Truck Repair can do it all. East Alabama Truck Repair, 1306 County Road 4 and Widawi. 256-363-2580. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations, a bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. And welcome back to you. Excuse me. Welcome back to Hewland Hunter Stadium, Coach Ryan Waters Field. We are sitting at a score of of twenty-seven to nothing. Our Tigers ran off Kenner are just sailing through this thing, and I mean, there ain't ain't nothing else you can say about it, Braxton. Right now, Kenner having a way. I mean, yeah, Quandell. Everything from pass plays to run plays to any type of play has been Randolph County's. In Randolph County's favors tonight, it's uh, been a very, very slow start for Glencoe with only one first down to this point of the game. And the only play that had any potential for scoring from Glencoe was ruled down on the field. And it st- still stands here, 27-0. to uh, I expect to see nothing but second string, maybe one or two possessions with the number ones. And go ahead and get them out and get a lot of new guys, a bunch of ninth graders, maybe even some eighth graders some play time tonight. And, uh, but you know what? This is a good thing. It is a good thing to, you know, whenever you are playing teams that you do get ahead of, to get some players in there that can, you know, really, really try to develop. You know, you, there's, there's nothing better than getting play time on the field in a game. It's the best, I mean, it's the best thing to do. I practice, you can only get so much, you know, experience wise, but on the game, play time is, I mean, that's what you practice for. That's what you practice for four days a week. You know, you're out here three hours a day. And just one more thing, it was, you know, a very touching thing, Quandell, whenever you've seen, you know, Jonathan Wilson get hurt on the field. Everyone on the sideline for the Tigers went over there to him and, you know, wished him well. I was uh, told that he suffered a broke arm on the play. We thought it was his leg. But, uh, you know, all prayers towards uh, Jonathan Wilson and his family on him recovering from his injury. I know that he's very devastated. But, you know what, I'm sure that everything will be okay here tonight. About 40 seconds left until we start the second half of this contest here. And uh, with Randolph County winning the toss, they deferred to receive the ball this half. And that's what they will do. As we are <clears throat> about to begin our second half of action here this evening, Randolph County leads 27 nothing. Quick score updates pass along to you. It's a, it's a defensive slugfest going over and over in Widely, Alabama. Just 19 miles across the county over there. Between the Wilder Bulldogs and the Lynette Panthers tied at seven at halftime. Hanley all over Hopewell down in Deepsville, Alabama. Uh, score update we have from there is 28 to nothing between uh, the Hanley Tigers and the Hopewell Bulldogs. And a big key region matchup going on tonight, Class 3A Region 6, over on, over on the hill up in Anderson, Alabama, at Walter Welburn High School. It is all Walter Welburn. They're taking, they're taking care of Weaver. 42 to nothing is the score. We, last score we had, and that was at halftime. And now Kenny preparing to receive the opening kickoff, and Glencoe probably going to try an onside kick. 
They're expecting one anyway, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> they are. You know, Kendall's expecting the Leon onside kick here. Let's see what we get. Actually, we get a deep kick. Wow. He better hurry up. <laughs> don't go in the end zone if you don't field it. Here comes number 10, Dante Jordan on the return. He makes one guy miss, and the other one grabs him right around his waist and pulls him down inside the uh, inside the 10-yard line down on about the um, – I'll see they mark him on the seven. and <laughs> That time he just – I mean, really, there really ain't nothing you can do on that. Because, you, I mean, you, you lined up in the onside kick formation, they kicked it deep on you. Yeah, Cornell with the deepest guy on the field being having his feet at the 25 right there. I mean, it's pretty easy to get it over his head. And looks like we're going to start the drive. It looks like the eight-yard line on this one. First down and 10. First down and 10 for. First down and 10 for the Tigers here. But we have Avion Willis at the quarterback. Patrick Bragg is the running back on this one. Toss sweep off to the left side. Round to the left side. Makes one man miss. He is tackled out of bounds by host of Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it looks like that we've uh, already started off with the second unit out here and uh, to this part of the game. And uh, bring up second down and six. Hey, I got. I found me. I, could, I found me a replacement play-by-play. -play. Good job, Braxton, on that one. I was trying to get Jerry something to grab me something to drink with. I've gotten, gotten dried in what it's supposed to be. <laughs> here we go. Second down six for the Tigers. We'll operate from the I formation. Will Randolph County. Bragg will dot the eye of the backfield. Quarterback takes it now, hands it off to Bailey on the fullback dive, and he'll push the pile up across the 15 near the 20. And I think he may have enough for Randolph County first state bank first down. He will up at the 19. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Yeah, Quindell, I feel like we're just going to keep it very, very simple at this second half. You know, a lot of running the football. Definitely going to chew a lot of this clock up in this one. It's only 27-0 to zero here in Randolph County, but I feel like everything is definitely understood in that, this game between both teams. That's great. Coach Press is not one of those coaches that will come out here and try to break scoreboard on you because he knows that, I mean, everybody has their down years, and this is just one of those times for Glinko. First down in 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Braggs on that carry for Randolph County still pushing the pile up ahead across the 35 up to the 38-yard line. That's enough for Randolph County First State Bank. First down at the their own 37-yard line. Kenny just pushing the pile ahead a little bit here. As long as they can keep chugging ahead like that, Randolph Kenny. Hopefully, and then you can give the second bunch something to look forward to. They know that they can get in the ball game and compete. After that run, looks we had a substitution onto the field. Bragg comes off. Number nine, Markel Lee in the backfield now. The Tigers will operate with a single receiver to both sides of the field. My understanding, he'll hand it off to Bailey, and he'll give his forward progress up to the 40-yard line. Gain of two on the play, second down and eight. That was a pretty iffy exchange right there between the center and the quarterback. It looks like he barely held on to the ball right there. Nearly a fumble, but nevertheless, fullback dive from Hagen Bailey. Good for, looks like, about almost two yards. Second down and eight. Again, that's number 18 in at quarterback for Randolph County. That is Avion Willis. He'll command his troops from the I formation. He'll take the snap, hand it off to his tailback coming out of the backfield. He makes one guy miss, pushes another guy, and the football is on the ground, and they're going to say that it was down, and Glencoe will take over on offense, first down and 10. Covered by Jackson. 
Yeah, Quandell, that was definitely need to hold on to the ball a little better right there. That was the first turnover for the Tigers today, aside from the one turnover on downs that we had uh, right before halftime in the last one. You, know, you just got to make sure and uh, hold, you know, hold the ball with two hands when you go in there with all the big dogs, with all the linemen and all the linebackers. First and 10 from the Randolph County 43-yard line. First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets inside Randolph County territory for, what, the second time this evening. And Kennedy Shags is still your quarterback for Glencoe. He'll operate from a pistol formation, bring a band in motion. He'll take the snap, turn around, hand it off to his back right there along the line of scrimmage, and nothing doing. That time he was stifled by that Randolph County defensive front. Yeah, Quandell on the on the tackle right there with number 78, Christian Lipham. You know, it's you know we have a pretty good defensive line when you have number 78, Christian Lipham coming on the second unit. That is true. I mean, didn't make the didn't get to start tonight, the tackle, but he's in there right now, second unit. The 285 pounds, hard to deal with. Coming up, we have second and 11 here. Second down and 11 for Glencoe from the pistol. They'll hand it to the receiver on the jet sweep, looking for the corner. And they're going to say he went out of bounds across the 40 in to about the 39 yard line. And the defensive back. <laughs> The defensive back was basically, um, he, he was trying his best to get off of that block, and it like he, he pulled him down, and he just kept running with it. Oh, yeah, Quan, that was a little pop pass type look, jet sweep-esque type play right there to the short side of the field right here. I wonder if Glencoe can find a way to pick up a first down right here. It was about third down and eight right here. Third down and eight for the Yellow Jackets. They'll come up <clears throat> to the line of scrimmage. Shags will operate from a pistol backfield. With twins here to the near side. Man comes in motion. To, and he'll, he'll move over to the far side. Now they'll operate from the pistol. And the pass is going to fall incomplete. And going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, Quando, that throw right there from the quarterback was, was about five foot too high over there to the, <laughs> to the receiver that was in motion. And brings up fourth down. Yeah, he threw that one. He threw that one so high, Braxton. I don't think neither one of the two of us could have caught it. I don't know if you could have, if I could have got on your shoulders, Quandale jumped up and caught that one. <laughs> Fourth down and seven now for, for Glenco. He'll operate from the pistol. Quarterback drops back to pass. Throw it across the middle of the formation. Pass is going to fall incomplete, and it's going to be a turnover on down. Randolph Kenny will set up shot first down and 10 from their own 40. Yeah, I was definitely wondering coming out of halftime if we might have a running clock in the second half of this game just to sort of see uh, you know, how the games went so far in this one. Actually, I don't think you'll have a – you can't have a running clock until, if I'm not mistaken, the fourth period maybe. Okay. But it's got to be more than a 30-point lead, and so far Randolph Kenny is only leading 27 to nothing. So if the Tigers can muster a touchdown right here, come that fourth period, that baby's going to be hotter than than a waffle coming out of the out of the finery. Quarterback takes the handoff. He gets it to Bragg. Bragg across midfield looking for a block from Benefield, and he won't get it, but he'll get enough for Randolph County. First eight, bank first down across into Glencoe territory at the 27-yard line, first down and 10. 
Yaquandel, I mean, that was a huge hole right there. Me, you, and Jerry. I don't know about Jerry, but me and Quandell definitely could have made it through that hole right there. Down the sideline, just needed one block. One more block, and would have been pay dirt. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Comes Randolph County from the eye formation. The quarterback dropped it on the ground, but the pullback picked it up and maybe got one. Quarterback got he's got to control, he's got to have control of that football. He's got to control, uh, protect it just a little bit better than what he's has tonight. But you can't lay it on the ground and expect to <laughs> expect to get anything out of it. It ain't like a bank, you can't oh, you can't just drop it and it ain't like a piggy bank, you can't just drop it and pick up what's 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 left when it cracks. You gotta pick the ball up and you got to take it. You got to make a clean. It just got to be a clean handoff, a clean snap, and then see what happens. Can't rush it. Just got to take your time. But again, that that comes with the with the inexperience. So I mean, you can expect things like that. Here we go on second down. He faked that one. Oh boy, he got himself in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> he gonna have to eat that one on second down back to about the original line of scrimmage. That time he just he just got under the stress and there was nothing he really could do. Official timeout on the field taken by Randolph County with um, 7.48 remaining in our third stanza. We'll take it right along with them, Gary. We'll be back in a moment. Looking for a weekend getaway or an investment property on beautiful Lake Wadawi? Let the realtors at Hunter Bend Realty help you find the perfect place for you. Lake properties, residential properties, lots, commercial real estate, and land sites. Hunter Bend Realty has it all. Whether you're listing or selling, we are your team. Hunter Bend Realty, 25 Main Street, Wadawi, 256-357-4488. View listings online at hunterbend.com. Managing your business or personal finances are just a fact of life. KBW Accounting and Tax Service can give you peace of mind. You don't have to pull your hair out when it comes to financial forms. Don't sweat it. That's what KBW Accounting and Tax Service is here for. Give them a call today at 256-357-9022. KBW Accounting and Tax Service, West Broad Street, Widawi. Let them crunch the numbers. Welcome back to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Braggs takes the handoff for Randolph Kenny Still on the guy around the corner looking for the first down marker. He is going to be close to it, but I think it's going to be fourth down for Randolph County. Penalty flags on the play. Let's see what the flag's for. This one may be against Randolph County. Let's see what we got. Illegal block in the back called against the Tigers. Black, block in the back on the Tigers. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty. He'll back it up and replay third down. Third down and let's call it 12. Again, Coach Pressures has opted to remove his starters from tonight's contest, and he removed them out early. Here in this one, Randolph County only claims to a 27 to nothing lead. And folks going to look at the score and be like, Glencoe was in the game with Randolph County, but that's so not the case. Here we go. Randolph Kenny operates from a wishbone backfield. We'll take the snap, turn around, and hand it off to his back. Coming out of the backfield, looking for the corner, and he'll be dragged down after about a gain of two, maybe three on the play. Going to bring up fourth down for our Tigers. Quandell, you were talking about uh, 
you know, it does, it feels like the game is a lot more out of hand than it is. The scoreboard reflects. It is. Randolph Kennedy has had their way with Glencoe the duration of this contest, even with the younger kids in the game. Randolph Kennedy's controlled things. And it's 27 nothing. Again, folks, you're going to look at this and be like, Rampin beat them 41 to nothing, but you, still, you got to look. Randolph Kennedy hadn't played their starters since the second, uh, since middle ways through the second period. And you want to get the young guys valuable experience in a situation like this. We'll take the snap, drop back the pass, looking, 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 and he'll throw it down, and it's going to be fumbled on the play, and possession will go to Glinko. You got to be careful, on, especially with a young quarterback like that. You got to be careful in a situation like that. You just, gonna have to, you just got to eat that one because the pocket closed on him. It definitely collapsed. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, just a little another thing right here, Quando. I, I've been liking the way to see number 14, Patrick Ray, run the football. A lot of the toss plays, a lot of the stretch plays outside, he resembles a lot of a lot of like Dante Jordan. He, he looks does. Like, he looks like him as well. And I feel like, you know, he's a 12th grader. He's a senior in here. I feel like, you know, that if push comes to shove, we can actually get some reps out of him in a game. Here we go. First down for Glencoe to operate from the 30-yard line. Man comes in a in motion out of the backfield to the near side. The quarterback takes a snap looking. Quick pop pass complete to number 25 for Glencoe. That is, um, that's Nolan Fairley. And, and I think Randolph Kennedy's going to get another sideline warning. Yeah, we definitely got a yellow flag on the ground. <laughs> penalty flag right here. Let's see. Had the, had the penalty flag come in from the umpire on that one right there, Quandell. I'm wondering. I think it was the umpire anyway who who tossed the flag on that one. I have a few things to discuss right here. Yeah, I saw the line judge over here go and initiate a sideline warning. but because yeah, we got a flag over here on the side. Okay. Too. I see that we have one in the middle, too. We might have two separate fouls. Looks like we had a little bit of late contact after the whistle right there in the middle of the field. Dead ball. Sideline warning against Randolph County. And that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. That's going to be a five-yard penalty, if I'm not mistaken. Dead ball, personal foul, called against Glencoe. <laughs> oh, wow. So you get five yards against Randolph Kennedy, and then you get a large 15 one that you got to walk off against the uh, Yellow Jackets for personal foul. Unnecessary roughness called against the Yellow Jackets. It's getting chilly in here. Well, I put the <laughs> thermostat on 61 before we started. <laughs> Whenever me and Jerry came in here to set things up, it was about 101. Well, I was going to say, it felt like it was closer to 161. Uh, <laughs> it was hot. First down and let's call it 10 for the Yellow Jackets. They'll operate. Fish was having discussions down there. Let's see what the discussions for. Still talking things over, I'm assuming. Waiting on a white hat to put the ball back into play. Here comes our whistle. First down and 10 for Glencoe. Shags will operate from an empty backfield. He'll take the snap, running it on the quarterback. Powers got all types of running room. And, ooh, he was one shoestring tackle away from breaking that in four six because that was nobody between him and the end zone. Oh, yeah, Quandell. I mean, that was a touchdown saving tackle right there by Markel Lee right there playing cornerback out here. And like you said, it was one-on-one. One-on-one make one guy miss and – uh, probably wouldn't have been running now. Probably would have been in the end zone by now. But nevertheless, he picked up a first down for Glencoe. Yeah, it looked like the uh, the linebacker got sucked in on that one. 
That wasn't that, and that wasn't that, that wasn't much you could do in that when he got sucked in like that. Jacks from an empty backfield again. They're gonna run the quarterback power yet again with him, and that time he is stuffed right there. Like, oh, he'll push the pile for maybe a gain of two. That time Jacks got he got bottled up, but he turned his body a little bit and got two yards out of it. Take it down eight. Yeah, Christian Lipham gave him a good old good old bear hug right there in the middle. Uh, I don't, you know, you have to pick your poison out here. You want to run towards Lipham, or you want to run towards Daniel Benefield out here? You know, I feel like we have plenty depth at the defensive lineman position out here with Lipham and Daniel Benefield being two, being the second string on the D line. Garrett Gaskins is in for the quarterback for Glencoe. He'll operate from an empty backfield. He drops back the pass. He's looking. Trying to get outside, Brian Wright right there to make the tackle after about a gain of one. Going to bring up third down. Official timeout down on the field for Heat. With three minutes um, on third down with five minutes and 16 seconds remaining in our third stanza. We'll be back in a moment. Offering over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long-lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers, 256 395 Four one six five. Oh, that's a block in the back. Welcome back to um, Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. <laughs> Had to pause there for a second and find myself. <laughs> Randolph County gives up a first down on third down in long. Yeah, quite that right there. That that makes Glencoe's third first down of the contest right here. Only the third time they've crossed the 50 this game, as long as Jerry's been counting it right. I think he can count to three. So. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. There it is. <laughs> First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Quarterback brings the man in motion to the near side. He'll hand it off to his tailback right there along the line of scrimmage. He's moving the pile across the 40 inside Randolph County territory down at the 36. Yeah, Quindell. I mean, it looks like uh, Glencoe still has their number ones in there, a lot of their number ones. That's correct. I mean. <laughs> you know, it looks like they're definitely cycling in different quarterbacks throughout the mm-hmm. throughout the contest, you know, with a one number three being a more throwing quarterback, number seven, Skaggs, being more of their runner-type quarterback. Which, I mean, that's – I, I can see that. I can, I can see the reason why they're doing what they're doing. Here come the – Jackets from the pistol. Man comes in fly wheel motion back to the near side. Man looking for the outside corner. Got all types of running room close to a first down. I think the four progress spots going to give him that first down that he was looking for. Yeah, Quandell, and 
you know, I guess I'm going to have to, you know, give Klinko just the slightest bit of credit right here. They're trying to, this is the best drive that they've had at this point of the game, you know, with each play getting about four or five yards in this one. Like you said, it is against the second unit out here. But, you know, I guess it's good from the Glenco side to see a little bit of success. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to look in the stats, um, stat charts in the night and see a big old negative number sitting up there in total yards. Uh, they're gaining a few of them back here on this drive. The quarterback will operate from the pistol, handed off to his back, looking out of the backfield. Defensive end got sucked in there. But just so luckily, he got back outside to make a tackle. Coach Drummond was gonna get him. He he got bought. He 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 bought in on that fake, and that like that almost cost him. But he was able to retrace his steps, get back outside to make the tackle for a loss of one. Second down, eleven. Yeah, Quandell. You know, and as a defensive end in Randolph County's defense, you know they don't want you to shoot a gap. Don't run upfield. Don't shoot a gap. You need to maintain maintain your gap that you're at. You know, for the defensive end, you're gonna have to sit up there and maintain C gap. You know, that's your gap that you got to control, and wasn't great, but it was good enough to make the play. It was. Here we go on second down, 11. Number, um, still and that looks like number one is in that quarterback now. Actually, that's still number seven. That's going to be number three on the carry for Glento. That is um, Garrett Gaskin for another lot for a loss of one. Going to break up third down and 12. Yeah, that play was over practically right when it started right there. Had number 69 for Randolph County. Uh, with a play in the backfield right there. I don't have a name for him. Who you have number 69, Quandell? That's going to be um, Mitchell, Gage Mitchell. Third down, 12. Number three will operate from the gun. That's Gatchkins for Glencoe. Man goes in motion from the far side. Gatchkins will take the snap, drop back the pass, throw the quick pop pass right across a line of scrimmage, and he is stood up and driven backwards for maybe a gain of four, five, maybe six on the play. Going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, quite most of Glinko's success this game has been that small little pop pass to the mm -hmm. tight end. I think they ran it four times and completed it four times. I'm surprised they're not using the uh, the scenario of the tight end is yours when the play starts. He's the tight end, tight end still yours when it's over. <laughs> Here we go on third down. Randolph Kenny looking to get a stop defensively. Gaskins brings a man in motion from the near side. They'll flip it to him on the end around, and the defensive end just got logged and turned all kind of ways over there, and it's going to be close, but I don't think he's going to have enough for the first down. Ball will go over on down to Randolph Kenny, first down and 10. Yeah, Quandell, and while they're having to decide on the spot over there, have another scoring update from Clay Central versus Mumford. It's 34-6 by way of Clay Central at the end of the third quarter. Ball goes over on down. First down and 10 Randolph County, 104 remaining in our third stanza here tonight. Looking for other scores as well. Got a score from the Lynette and Wadley game. Scores 14-7 by way of Lynette, end of the third period. Lynette now leading widely. Hanley was leading Hopewell 34 to nothing. Ohatchee all over Woodland 47 to 6. 27 to nothing is our score here from Wedowie, Alabama. And Doc Kenny leading Glencoe here. Again, the reserves have played a duration of this contest. So if you look at it and you're like, it's 20, it was 27 to nothing, it's because the reserves have been in the game since the second quarter. And that's Avion right on the carry, and he is slammed down in the backfield for a loss of about three. 
Yeah, Quinn, that was a miscommunication in the backfield. Yeah. Fullback went left, running back went right, and Avion wanted to toss it to somebody, but there was nobody over there. And Coach Preston's going to talk to him about it. <laughs> They're going to have that discussion here. Randolph Kendall probably have to snap this thing just one more time here on second down. Yeah, Cornell, even, even in games when you're up, you know, you have to make sure. you got to make you got to be able to, to get clean snaps and handoffs and exchanges and stuff like that. You don't want to just make it look so sloppy. Here we go from the I formation. The give is to Braggs, and he will scrimmage across the 25 up near the 26. And that will probably be the last play of the third stanza. Now, Kenny will trot over here to their sideline, and Coach Presage and his quarterback having a discussion of exactly what happened. And um, we'll, um, we'll go ahead and get a public service message. We'll go ahead and get a goodwill mention while we're still here. Uh, read the latest news and opinions surrounding Auburn University Athletics by visiting powerofdixieland.com. While there, browse their shop and listen to the latest podcast of Dixieland. It's all at thepowerofdixieland.com. We'll pause and we'll be back in a moment. Is your business looking for ways to promote itself? Look no further. Instant Imprints will help you become more visible to your customers. Instant Imprints specializes in five branding services, custom t-shirts, signs and banners, embroidery, promotional products, and print services. Instant Imprints are here to assist you. Contact us today, 770-214-2777, located in Carrollton, Georgia, on South Park Street. What are you waiting for? Get promoting today with Instant Imprints. Hi, all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. Welcome back to Elon Hudfrey Stadium, Rod Waterfield, 27 to nothing. Our Tigers have taken this thing and taken it by storm. We ran with it and done everything that you wanted to do with a game like this, especially in a tune-up because next Friday night you probably won't get this type of match. You probably won't get this type of football game. Make the unendable trip up 431, Piedmont, Alabama. Take on the Piedmont Bulldogs in a big-time clash. Class 3A Region 6. Like I said, the last score update we had, Welburn was taking Weaver. <laughs> they were giving them a nice old ride back up uh, Highway 21. 42 to nothing was the last score update we had from that contest. Yeah, Quandell, like you said, next week is going to be a huge game. Huge game against Piedmont in Piedmont. I would love to know the uh, Pleasant Valley Piedmont score tonight. Last score update we had, it was widely trailing Lynette. 14 to 7 into the third. As we begin the fourth period, and there goes number four, Patrick Braggs on the carry across midfield into Glencoe territory, makes a guy miss, and he's going to have enough for Randolph County First State Bank first down at the Glencoe 41-yard line. Hey, Quandell, that's, uh, that's Patrick Braggs' second 30-yard carry so far this year, uh, this, uh, this, year this, uh, this game today, uh, being in the running back position. He just found a, another big hole and shot in there. He said, catch me if you can. That's enough for Randolph County. First date, bank first down at the Glencoe 41. The Tigers are knocking on the door once again. 
as they lead in SMI score 27 to nothing. From the eye formation, he'll take the snap, hand it off to Hagen Bailey right there along the line of scrimmage. He's grabbed after he crosses the 40 for maybe a gain of one. Actually, they're giving the game a two up to the 39. And now, Cannon, just, they just basically eat clock here. Oh, yeah, Quando, just keeping it real simple. You know, you get the occasional toss, fullback dive, fullback trap type look. Not really trying to do too much, too much more in this game. Not showing all the wrinkles tonight. You'll need, you'll need most of the wrinkles next Friday night when you, when you go up here and play in that big old contest on that, in that at that beautiful facility. I mean, probably one of the top, one of the top facilities in the state up here at Piedmont. Here comes Randolph County on second down, and the running back slips and falls at his own wheel back at the 40-yard line. Like right, the turf monster got him. Or the grass monster, much rather. Swallowed his shoestrings, and he couldn't go nowhere. Yeah, Quandale, I hope that this, uh, that this rest that the, that the starting unit for both ways is definitely going to benefit Randolph County on next Friday because next Friday it's going to be a lot tougher than it is tonight. I mean, yeah, you're going to play 48 minutes next Friday night. That's for certain. You won't get um, you won't get a a big time break like you got here tonight. Next Friday night will probably be at what you call an Ironman football game. Here we go on third down and nine from under center. The handoff is to Bailey, and he will get forward progress across the forty up to the thirty eight fourth down. Brings up fourth down. I guess that Randolph County is going to just decide to go for this one as well since they're. Uh, Inside the 40-yard line, I don't really see a purpose of punting here. I don't think we've seen the punting unit one time today. Now that I think about it, haven't seen Braxton Daniel have to. Oh, speak of Braxton Daniel, it looks like we're going to see the punting unit. We will. We'll see the punting unit tried on for Randolph County. Punting unit tried on for the Tigers on fourth down. I know Kenny's probably going to let this play clock just ding its way down. They ain't going to get it snapped. And ain't nobody even watching the play clock because it's dead. <laughs> Ball's going to be snapped. Kick is going to be made by Randolph County. And it's going to take a nice Tiger bounce. And <laughs> they'll down it inside the five, down on the two-yard line. <laughs> that ball should have actually been blown dead. The play clock had was expired eight seconds before the ball was kicked. And, and Quandell, of course, we haven't, had, haven't seen Jordan on the field in maybe two quarters. And, of course, who's the one making the plays? Hey, down in the ball at the one-yard line? Dante Jordan. Ball down on at the two-yard line for Glencoe. And like I said, that play clock was good. Play clock was good and dead. <laughs> it was never – no whistle, no nothing. So, Glencoe is going to have to take his thing from the shadows of their own end zone on first down. <laughs> Which, I mean, sometimes you, you can just – I mean, sometimes you just don't see it. If you're not just absolutely just looking at it, you'll miss it. From the pistol formation, Gaskins on the quarterback keeper for a gain of my, maybe one. Yeah, Quandell, if Glinko doesn't watch out, they'll uh, take a safety on this one, being so close to the so close to their own end zone. Well, we've held the line of scrimmage and check all, all game. I wouldn't be surprised to see a safety right here. Here we go. Second down and nine. Yeah. 
Game clock shows eight minutes and 30 seconds before Randolph County can get out of this one here and take another victory to the house. It's going to be number seven, Shags, from the pistol. He'll take a snap, hand it off to his back right there along the line of scrimmage, and he is stuffed for no gain. Going to bring up third down. Randolph County, again, even with their number two defensive front in there, they're still having their way. Yeah, I think every defensive lineman was in on the tackle right there. <laughs> All four of them, and maybe a linebacker or two. Gonna bring up, gonna bring up third down and nine for Glencoe. Well, and our defensive linemen, uh, even for our second string, uh, pretty good sized boys. Yeah, they are. Twins to the near side. They lean back over on the far side. Shags from the gun with a man in motion. They'll. Toss it to him on the jet sweep. He's got all types of running room, and he's got a he's got a Glencoe first down out across the 15 up near the 17 yard line. First down and 10 for Glencoe. And that time, Randolph Kennedy lost containment on the edges. Oh yeah, Quanell, like the pop pass again over there, looking going to the right side, and Just, ran up field a little too quick, and he cut it up. He cut it up right between. Uh, the block from the wing back out there and cut it up. Looks like for about 14 yards. First just, down. just the old um, jet sweep. He just, man comes across in motion. Instead of handing it to him, he kind of tosses it to him. And he got out there on that edge and made Randolph County pay for it. First down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets from the 20-yard line. From the gun, the quarterback drops back to pass. He's looking for somewhere to go in. Christian Lipham says, uh-uh. <laughs> Lipham was like, where do you think you're going today? A loss of about nine on the play. Going to bring up second down and 19. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely some sack lunch down there for number 78, <laughs> Christian Lipham in the back. I mean, just swallowed him up down there. Yeah, he did. Ball going to be resting at the 11-yard line on second down. Well, Christian Lipham, he got a lot of playing time last year. He did. And uh, last year they had him listed at 300 pounds. I yeah. don't know what he weighs now. but uh, And looks like he's still 300 pounds. <laughs> yes. Here we go on third, on second down. They'll run the end-around jet sweep yet again. Man looking for the corners, got the edge, spins back inside, makes another guy miss, and he's got the ball out across the 30-yard line. No penalty flag on the play, and he'll have enough for a Glencoe first down. Well, that was a nice play by number 13 for Glencoe to, you know, keep his balance and actually able, instead of run, going out of bounds, he actually picked up about another five yards on the end of that run. See, Quandell, never there. That's the thing sometimes other coaches don't catch. That's Christian Lipham on the tackle, 14 yards downfield right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's, he plays defensive tackle at almost 300 pounds. Almost. <laughs> Every bit of 300 pounds. Here we go on first down. Quarterback will operate from the pistol. Man comes in motion to the near side. He'll take the snap, turn around, hand it to his back, coming directly out of the backfield. Brian Wright's right there on the call, and he'll pull him down for a loss. Yeah, Cornell, it just seems like it's been the same uh, same result. It looks like we're going to have a heat timeout. We will. Five quarter remains in our contest. Randolph Kennedy continues to lead 27-0 here in our fourth stanza. We'll be back in a moment. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. 
Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Hall's Propane Gas Company, providing propane, gas, and products, would like to take a moment to wish the RCHS Tigers good luck. Hall's Propane Gas Company says, go RCHS Tigers. Grand Isle County well in control of this one tonight, leading 27 to nothing here with a little under six minutes remaining in this evening's contest. Quick score update to pass along to you. Widely now trails on that 14 to 13 with 258 remaining in the fourth quarter. Glencoe will retain possession on second down and hand off to the back coming out of the backfield, and he's going to get maybe a half yard. Third down. Yeah, this drive for Glencoe has sort of been the same old, same old. Lose on first down, lose on second down, and get the first down on third down. 34 to nothing, Hanley. Leading Hopewell with 424 remaining in the third quarter. Ohashi all over Woodland, 47 to 6. And again, the last score update we had was 14 to 13. Widely trailing on that with 258 remaining in that contest. Timeout on the field taken by Glencoe. With uh, with 5:02 remaining, and I think we're gonna go ahead and take those the, uh, this timeout right here and finish up with our advertising, and we'll just keep it here for after we come from this timeout. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers, 256-395-4165. Offering over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. And welcome back to Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. Coach Ron Watersfield on third down. Glencoe tried to neck it bootleg, and the quarterback got out here on the Randolph County sideline, and he was like, hey, wait a minute. What happened? Where's my help? <laughs> Fourth down, and he, uh, he got he got his bell rung back there around the neighborhood of the twenty, about the twenty-seven. They bring up fourth down. They're gonna go for it here. Oh, actually, they're gonna punt. Mm. There comes oh, real bad, real oh my goodness, real bad snap. Oh, he dropped <laughs> he dropped the ball and still was able to kick it and Randolph County's gonna fall on it. What <laughs> kind of punt was that? I'm waiting to see what these filmy flags are for back here about the fifteen about the twenty about the twenty five yard line. <laughs> now is that gonna be illegal kicking? Because the ball hit the ground. Okay. Uh, he, I mean he dropped it. Okay, so much happened on that play right there. Okay, it was a low snap, and then he thought he was going to punt it. Then he thought he was going to run it. And then he was just like, you know what, I'm going to try to drop kick it. And just dropped it on the ground and did old Doug Flutie impression there and tried to kick it as far as he did, and it rolled. It did. It rolled the country mile. Call on the field was a legal procedure on the field. 
And uh, Randolph County declined a penalty. Starting first and 10 on the 41. On there, in the four, on the 41 yard line on Glen, at Glencoe's 41. Randolph County still leads 27 to nothing. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> I love to watch that one on film. And I'll probably sit there with the, uh, with the remote and just play it over and over and over again. <laughs> But nevertheless, Randolph Kennedy sets up shot first down and 10 on the Glencoe 41. Yeah, Quandale, that was a booming punt of six <laughs> yards. Six yards from the line of scrimmage right there, hey, all on the ground. But I, the, thing, the thing is, I can't – I mean, you can't you can't knock the punter on that. He done the best he could with what he had. Hagan Bailey on the carry for Randolph County up to the 39. Going to bring up second down and off of a gain of two. Yeah, Quandale, we've had a few little funky – things at this point in the game had, oh, a, yeah. had a drop kick by the punter had a debatable down no down to play right before halftime <laughs> well, we've had sideline warnings galore on randolph county tonight. a little bit of everything yeah, that's a little bit of everything a little bit of hmm, let's see if we can snip the air and see what happens here we go on second down second down nine for our tigers eye formation backfield quarterback takes the snap good clean handoff patrick bragg will take the handoff and the scrimmage up to the 35-yard line. Going to bring up third down. Yeah, Cornell, in this second half, pretty much all the workloads been on been on Bragg and been on Hagan Bailey in the backfield with Bragg probably having over 10 carries and Hagan Bailey n nearly the same. You know, been very simple. No pass plays the second half except for the one down here on fourth and, fourth and long here earlier in the half. Brings up third down and looks like five, maybe a – Long four. Gonna bring up third down. Tigers will go from the I formation. They'll turn around and hand it off to his tailback right there along the line of scrimmage, pushing the pal, looking to get outside. Ooh, he will one tackle away from breaking that thing. If, the, if he wanted to run into the umpire, he might have, he might have scored. He ran right into his back. <laughs> and we'll kick it to Braxton for Goodwill Minton. City Salon, 907 Main Street in Roanoke, wishes the RCHS Tigers the best this season. Call 334-863-2001 for an appointment or check them out on Facebook, City Salon in Roanoke. Good classmate of mine actually owns that, Angel Hegel now. she um, She's a graduate of the class of 2014, and it, it, it's kind of good when you got classmates that are doing well for yourself, and, and City Salon is a – it's one of those things. Angel's one of those people of history, and she because she she she's a history type person, and, and the situation in which she was able to get the old city cafe there in Roanoke is huge. Number thirty three on that carry for Randolph County. That's a big old bruising fullback. And I have him listed as Sherman Sewell. Sherman Sewell. I wonder why he ain't on my roster. Yeah, Quandell, and that makes the eighth different running back. At this point of the game, uh, 33 Sherman Sewell was listed as an 11th grader. Just give him the football, Coach. Let all of them run. Well, he certainly is built for a fullback. I mean, he's he got that low center of gravity, stocky. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds you of Michael Allscott that used to play for uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The handoff to the big old bruising fullback, and he'll just push the pile along across the 20. Up to the 19. Yeah, Quindell definitely runs the ball like a football. I mean, like a football, like a fullback. As soon as he gets the ball, it's two hands, shoulders down, and I'm going straight. Actually, I'm, I'm going right to somebody. Actually, Michael Allscott played for um, the 40. Was it? He played Tampa, for the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers, yeah. Yep. 
I, I don't know why I was thinking about the 49ers. But don't don't that, worry, Quandell. As long as you got me and Jerry, we'll correct you. <laughs> Here we go on third down. Randolph Kennedy's going to have to snap it just one more time. Quarterback will go under center, take the snap, and he'll keep it up ahead. He's looking for the end zone, and he ain't going to get there. He's going to get inside the 10, though, down on about the 9. And they're not going to snap this thing. No, they, they won't snap it again. Randolph Kennedy won't. It's going to be enough for Randolph Kennedy. First eight bank, first down inside Glencoe territory, down at the 10-yard line. And the Tigers will not snap the football, not one more time. As they'll wind the clock, Randolph Kennedy will make their way over to their sideline. And that is going to – basically, that's going to do it. It's going to do it here from Hewlett Humphrey Stadium. My final score, Randolph Kennedy 27, Glencoe nothing. Um, we're going to step away, take a quick timeout, and we'll come back and uh, get – actually, we're going to just stay right here for just a second, get a few good wheel mitts in, and then we'll take a timeout and come back. Norton's Flooring Outlet for all your flooring needs, carpet, tile, and laminates from Norton's Flooring in Weed Alley, wishing the RCHS Tigers the best this season. We're going to go along and get one more. Since 1907, First Bank is here for you. Quality customer service, home loans, and more. It's just another reason you'll like banking with First Bank, the all-new First Bank Go Mobile app, makes banking easy. First Bank branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender, First Bank, supporting the Tigers. And we'll step away, take a quick timeout, and come back, and we'll be back in a moment. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli, too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Welcome back to um, Hewlett Hunter Stadium. Coach Ryan Waters Field. Our final score tonight: Randolph Kennedy defeats Glencoe by a final of 27 to nothing here in uh, Wedowie, Alabama. And it was just all Randolph Kennedy from the get-go. And it's time to give out a prestigious award, as, as always. It's now time for the West Kinsey Hustle and Heart Player of the Game. Tonight's West Kinsey Hustle and Heart Player of the Game is Patrick Braggs for Randolph County. Uh, Pratt. Patrick will join three other players from around the county. Uh, one player will be chosen as the West Kenzie Hustle and Heart Player of the Week. This will be announced each Wednesday in the Randolph Leader and displayed on the Think Local First Friday Night Life advertising board as well as our Facebook page. The high school sports will donate $25 per week in the name of the player of the week to the West Kenzie Southern Union Scholarship Fund, which will benefit a student from each school. Tonight's West Kenzie Hustling Heart player of the game for Randolph County is Patrick Braggs. Braxton, let's get your final comments on tonight's contest. 
Well, Cornell, not really too much to add in this one over what you said. I mean, from the start, it was Randolph County. At halftime, it was Randolph County. And here at the end, 27-0, to zero, we definitely controlled the line of scrimmage throughout the whole game. Seen many players that we're not used to seeing play out there in this game. Like I said, we had seen eight different running backs. We had a wide array. had 17 people with at least a tackle in this game, different numbers on the field. And I just really hope that this next week be a great practice week before we come up into what I think is our toughest region opponent of the year, the Piedmont Bulldogs. Jerry? Well, again, I, I think the <laughs> – the defense certainly played a good role tonight as uh, they just really held uh, Glencoe in check all night. Uh, just hats off to them. And then, of course, you know, I, prayers go out uh, to our injured Tigers um, tonight. And you know, we just hope, wish them a speedy recovery. And, uh, you know, I hope it's a good week of practice because we're going we're to have to play our best next Friday night. That is that is so true. Uh, like I said, I think Randolph Kenny came out, and, and the first couple of minutes, the first again, the first bunch held their own. I think the the backups got a lot of opportunities to uh, to make to make their presence and their point here tonight in a uh, twenty-seven to nothing victory over the Glencoe Yellow Jackets. Well, gentlemen, I think it is time to shut the party down for the night. So, on behalf of our engineer producer Jerry Huddleston, color analyst Braxton Lackey, and the entire crew of the High School Sports Network. I'm Quandell Trammell, bidding you a farewell from Hewland Humphrey Stadium, Ron, Coach Ron Watersfield. Our final score, Randolph County 27, Glencoe nothing. We'll see you next Friday night at 6.24 p.m. from the beautiful campus in Piedmont, Alabama. The top five showdown between the Randolph County Tigers and the Piedmont Bulldogs. Until then, have a great rest of your weekend, a great week, and we'll see you Friday night from Piedmont, Alabama. Good evening, sports fans.